0: Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it.
1: You're listening to Movie
2: Sucktastic.
1: <laughs> uh it's been too long sir.
0: It's always too long.
1: It's uh we were we were in a groove. We uh-huh. were we were every week every week every week and then it happens. The holidays. It just just yeah. it's the holidays and that's what it, we'll that's that's our that's our excuse.
0: You can't you can't you can't, it can't escape it. It'll happen every now and then. But it's the point, always going to happen. But the point is we always snap back like a like the elastic on uh tidy Whitey's.
1: That's right. That's right. Or uh, never mind. Never mind.
0: I could go somewhere else with that. You button. could
1: go somewhere else, but I was did. about
0: to too, but I, I held back. You did I, hold I am, back. I am uh, after our last episode, in which I, I kind of went off on the rail a little bit. <laughs> I, I am the uh, just a tad, just a tad, just a little. Um, I, I am. I am now the the epitome of restraint. Ah, yes, yes. <laughs> I listened back, Joey, and I I have to apologize to you. I feel bad because I I came into that episode like a steamroller, and I and at least two or three times I said, "Okay, Joey, you take it," and you're just uh,
1: and I, like, "I'm okay. so unprepared for this." <laughs> maybe maybe if I if I knew I was gonna like go
0: ahead take it, yeah. I
1: would have might I might have watched Batman uh, Returns right <laughs> before <laughs> we recorded that episode, but I because Scott and I. Scott uh he we go back and forth through uh IM a lot and he says to me, "Joey, uh I want to talk about Batman returns tonight, but I just want to mention something briefly that I had an interaction with someone saying that I'm not uh, a movie buff because I didn't like the movie. I just want to bring that up and just, you know, just really like take it to this guy." I'm like, so, "All so, right, sounds yes. good." So
0: what happens is Joey has a <laughs> half a day warning uh, and probably thought, thinks about it for like half an hour. Meanwhile, I've been stewing about this in the back of my brain for two and a half days, solid, you know, <laughs> day and night, not sleeping, just just wanting to verbally assault this douche. And so I, you know, I, I come out of it blasting. And of course, unfairly, the first thing I do is Joey, back me up. <laughs>
1: and, uh, and Joey, uh, uh, name some screen. of those scenes that are just really poorly done. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, um, sorry. You
0: know. <laughs> And and,
1: but you I you have, very quickly to took the reins again, and you got me out of out of out of some trouble a couple well, of I kept, times.
0: I kept doing as usually we're prepared, so I, I I was not prepared for you not to have ammunition as well. But it was my fault. But also I have to correct myself real quick. Yeah. Uh, at one point you said, and I I haven't confirmed this yet, uh, but you mentioned that Max Shrek kills Selena by shoving her off of the out of her off out of the office window, and I said no no it was her apartment window. I have been told- no I
1: no I thought it was. No, I think it's the other way around. I think I said that it was her apartment, and you no. said it was the office.
0: Oh, no, no. You said the office, and I said the apartment.
1: Oh, okay. All right. And,
0: and I believe I'm incorrect. I believe it is the office, but I have not pro- I have not confirmed this. Okay.
1: So Because still- the thing is, well, I remember her uh, going home, listening to her messages, and her messages specifically saying, hey, guess what? You got to go back to the office because you didn't do blah, 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 blah. And then she goes back to the office, and I... You're right. I could have sworn that he just, he was there and she caught him doing something he wasn't supposed to See, and he threw her out the window.
0: And here's where the logic part of my brain fails me is because <laughs> I guess my logic centers overrode that reality with the idea of, well, if you're going to kill your secretary, you wouldn't do it out the window of your own
1: office. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: because that might come back to you.
1: It sure would.
0: Un- unless you're lucky enough for her to get up and walk away. Which happened. So I mean that's that's my fault. My 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 the, my rationale uh, overtook memory, and so I, I I wanted to correct myself before anybody else did. Very good. But 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 enough of uh, that. <laughs> I think I think I think that that uh, that horse was beaten to death. I, yes. Uh, I, I think it's time to move on.
2: <laughs>
0: and we, we should move on with with this week's top ten
1: list. Ah, I, I got to get music in here somewhere. I, I just. I, we need new commercials too. <laughs>
0: yes, we do. I need to commercials. Yes, uh,
1: we need yes. music. We need new commercials, and I think way back when I was saying, "Oh, I'm working on stuff," and like I said, just shit happened, and I just haven't done anything. Busy.
0: Yeah, I've actually had I, I had a, a paid speaking engagement recently, and I just sold some more uh, short stories. That's awesome. Uh, by by more, I mean one, but I, you know, so <laughs> I, I've been hey it's better than none. No, no, yeah, yeah. So i I've been I've been writing a lot, and uh, you've been busy too, and so. Uh, yeah, we let things fall a little wayside, but we're back. We're back, and oh, yeah. uh, we need the update. We we will be updating the apparatus, as it were.
1: Oh yes, sir.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. you so. commercials in mind.
1: Oh, very nice. Yeah, we got to get together live. Maybe do some some commercials.
0: Well, I'll, I'll see you once before Christmas because I have to give you your Christmas gift, sir.
1: Ooh, very mm-hmm. cool. Ah, uh-huh. oh, you gonna give me your gift? <laughs>
0: Uh, nothing like that. Not after last year.
1: I saw an adult film like that once. Is just this chick <laughs> <laughs> and
0: okay. this dude. That could li- literally follow any sentence. <laughs> I was just reading. Actually, there was this article I was reading like five minutes before we started. Uh, Polar bears now eating their young is cannibalism a trend? It's like yeah, I saw that adult film once, <laughs> and that that's good with anything.
1: Yep, yep. Anyway, yep. I'm sorry I cut you off. No, I was just gonna say. Well, you know what? Everybody knows what I was going to say. So <laughs> let's move on to the number 10 film, which is going to be uh, this week's top 10 is for December 2nd wait, through 4th. Wait, wait, what?
0: wait, wait, wait. Do we have any top 10 music? No. But the, at the top of the list, sir, we need top 10 music. Like so, like if we were watching like E! Entertainment News or whatever the hell is on now at 730, right. we <laughs> need something like that. Lasers,
1: twing, twing,
0: something like yeah, that. Or even, like, like, yeah, like that kind of fanfare that usually that you'd have the animated uh, strobe lights and the red carpet, and then it comes up, and then Gene Shalit pops his head out of a uh, out of a like a
1: popcorn bin. I can do something like that. I just haven't just, had the time.
0: Just steal it from somewhere.
1: It's just steal it, okay? I'll hey, I can go to YouTube and just pull up Entertainment Tonight and just make that the music.
0: That's what I was around the bush to get into, sir. Would you just steal Entertainment Tonight's music so we can and and we'll just use that? Okay. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Top ten.
1: The number ten list, is, uh, or the number ten film, is Puss in Boots, and uh, you know what? It's it made three million. It's made 139. It cost 130. Now, uh, th- it's been around for a while. It's six weeks that it's in the the top ten. Although this is going to be the last week. Next week it'll be gone. But
0: animated film, cat. Animated Disney, film. Uh, Disney, uh, but you know, what I it mean, was designed
1: can- to come out. Uh, it came out I think a week before November and its whole design was to last or try and last through the holidays. So, yeah, but, And it but, pretty much succeeded. I, I don't think it'll be... It'll still be around uh, around Christmas, but it won't be in the top ten. But it'll still be making, you know, one or two million bucks a weekend for probably the next, I don't know, four or five weeks.
0: Yeah, the majority so. of these kids animated films are so uh, assembly line right now that as long as they make $100 million and, you know, last a month, before they crank it out on the video and overseas and streaming or whatever, they made their money. That's not
1: well it's not, as as long it can make a hundred million as long as it didn't cost more than a hundred million. But they're but I mean but they're not going to unless it's like something weird or spectacular. Just looking at it now, not doing well in the foreign market. Only eighty nine million so
0: Because like me, they're uncomfortable with a film with Puss in the title. It probably doesn't <laughs> translate well either.
1: What are you talking about? They're so sexually freed. They're they're much more free than us. But
0: but what sounds good in a title here the translations always are skewed. Like so, you, are, if,
1: are you saying it's made more money because it had the word puss in the title? Because no, they uh, think it's something else?
0: I'm saying if you translated puss in boots that to another language joke. and translated it back, it'd be <laughs> vagina shoe.
1: Vagina, ah, okay. You know vagina, what I'm saying? Vagina it's, shoes.
0: Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, the translation may not be as appealing.
1: Volva boots.
0: Volva. <laughs> uh, now, that's different.
1: It's a little different. Not Vulva much to- though.
0: Vulva Toad Sandals. I'm writing that down. That's good. Like Vulva that. Toad
1: Sandals. I like that. I like that. <laughs> we should just start a company called Vulva and direct, <laughs> you know, just direct it towards women. We'll be millionaires. Vulva. Vulva you know, Toad Sandals. By the new frangri- fragrance. You think I'm, you think I'm kidding. Vulva. I'm writing that down. I Good. <laughs> somebody, <laughs> somebody has to. <laughs>
0: What's next,
2: sir? <laughs> All
1: right. The number nine film is Tower Heist. Still moving strong. Uh, Seventy-five million dollar budget made seventy million. Um, not really much to say about this. We've we've talked about it already. We hate the title. Do not like mo- most of the actors in this film. Just not no desire to see it. I say we move on. It's just proof you throw enough shit at the screen, people will watch. Yeah, yeah. All right. Number eight is Immortals, and <clears throat> it's just a three hundred ripoff. Uh, cost seventy five made seventy five um and you know what not that i don't have a desire to see it, I just don't what? care that it was made yeah I already, well, I, I already saw this movie
0: I feel that way with like most films are out now,
1: yeah, yeah I already saw this movie four years ago. it was called three hundred and it was awesome, well, but when you keep ripping off the same style over and over and over i don't care how good it looks it's just not cool anymore.
0: Well forget Rip offs How about just the fact that it's to the point they're remaking films so quickly? Did you just see I just saw um, somewhere online today, they just announced they're remaking American Psycho.
1: Yeah, and I saw that it was gonna it's going to be a very low budget remake too. Not that, that it's a big deal, um, but not that the first film was like a you know, 30 twenty, thirty, even forty million dollar production. I don't even think it was that much. But how low budget are we talking here? And I mean, and. I mean, I understand. Underst- Why bother? Well, I understand that they want to remake
0: it at least because uh, the classic original is kind of outdated now today's modern culture.
1: What, the first film?
0: Yeah. It's supposed
1: to be. It takes place that- in the 80s.
0: No, I'm being facetious, sir. The film was made oh, like oh, oh. 10 years ago. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I think it came out in 2000. So, yeah, 10, 11 years ago. So. Again,
0: again, I have to say, can we just stop the 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 playing the games? And can they just like tell name ten different film types, like film one, two through through ten, and then just remake them every year? You're and, right. And uh, no, people? film it's, number seven is coming out again. Oh, good. Let's go. I like film number seven last time. Let's go that one again.
1: It's it, sad, is what it is.
0: Fucking, it's disgusting, is what it is.
1: It's disgusting. Yes, yes it is. All right. The number seven film is the George Clooney, uh, The Descendants, which I think looks good. I like George Clooney a lot, and I'll see just about anything that he is in just because huge, I like him. I'm a huge Clooney fan, including his first film. Ver- oh, uh, from Dust Till Dawn. No. Oh? no. No, 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 no. What was his very, very, very first film?
0: Yes. And I, I saw it when it came out, too. Not w- in the theater. W-
1: w- uh,. Attack of Mom. the Killer Tomatoes. Return. Return. Of the that's right. Return of which the is killer actually
0: Tomatoes. I, I enjoy it. It's a fun film. I recommend
1: it. I haven't seen that in years. I haven't seen it in years. Me neither. And, but he and just good. who thought at that point he would be one of Hollywood's leading men, Oscar potential every single year, amazing director. Who he thought? Was
0: just, he was just another uh, skinny '80s teenager with big hair. You know that's yeah it. That was yeah the white fro going. Yeah. Um, oh. Uh. So, what, what is that again? The Descendants. The
1: Descendants. What is that about? I'm, I'm trying. I'm lapsing here. I, I think it's say George Clooney and his kids, and they don't understand him, and he. Uh, it's like a road trip kind of thing, and I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I only saw. I've only seen the. Um, is it a wacky comedy or is? Not, it a- no. 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 Uh, I've seen a lot of TV spots. Uh, the best way I could describe it, it feels like a Wes Anderson film. At least that's what I can get from the the T V spots. Okay. So it, it it looks like it has that kind oh, of feel to another it. Another
0: rich oh another rich fucking person's problems. Yeah. <laughs> With his wife Elizabeth on life support after a boating accident, Hawaiian land baron Matt King takes his daughters on a trip to Ahoa to to confront the young real estate broker who was having an affair with Elizabeth before her misfortune. I, I want to yeah. see the one... Hello? I'm here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I lost you. I want to <laughs> see the... I would like to see the one where, where the mother's on life support and the father spends the rest of his days selling everything he owns to keep her on fucking life support. Right. While the kids just try to cope with, you know... Uh, I.
1: No, no, he pays his insurance premium fucking, every month and fucking, she could be on life support for the next 20 years and it wouldn't cost him more than what he's paying a month for insurance. I,
0: I, I, I have I have li- I have little if, if any patience for this bullshit anymore. I'm, I'm tired of this shit. Oh, now we can f- now we'll go to Hawaii and look at all the Hawaiian uh, scenery and oh, it's yeah, so. You know how much it, it
1: costs was- to even go to Hawaii? Uh, about as much as it costs to make this fucking film. It's fucking ridiculous. I,
0: I I'm. I, I, move on before i get annoyed
1: all right the number seven film is the adam sandler jack and jill
0: oh that's a good one to move to thanks nice call
1: yes i'm sorry (laughs) uh cost 79 million it's made 64 million uh you know i looked at adam sandler's um his his list so to say his resume of movies and Holy fucking shit! He's got a lot of bad films in there, and holy fucking shit, they've made a lot of fucking money.
0: Yeah, I can't. I can't even.
1: It's amazing that Mr. Deeds film. I think I might even have brought this up in an yeah, earlier podcast. About this. I mean, I could have sworn that movie was a bomb, and it made like a hundred and thirty million dollars.
0: It's 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 uh, disgusting.
1: If you told me what movie definitely bombed of Adam Sandler's, I would have said Mr. Deeds. Spanglish, right? Uh, that was, that was a drama, so it didn't have that <laughs> that hundred million dollar yeah uh, you know, you're, de- you're box office that he's used to, but it did make fifty or sixty. You're just which, depressing me more, sir. I'm sorry.
0: I you know I, I asked you to bring me out of it, and then you.
1: Well, you're not gonna like the number five film, and that's Happy Feet Two. Uh, <laughs> more gay penguins. Yeah, they spent not... a a lot more money on this one too. And it's doing really bad. See, I, I, I sat through ten minutes of it too,
0: and I, I remember, I remember, I don't remember any of it. Eh, Cause it's kind of black. Yeah. I, it's just, I'm,
1: it's, I, yeah, I'm the same way. I don't really remember. I did see it. I don't just don't remember a lot of it. Man, my, I'm I'm fifty one million it made. It's in its third week now. An, an animated film in its third week should be somewhere around a hundred million or hundred and fifty million when it's a good animated film. And this just—they spent a lot of money. You could tell they spent a lot of money on this movie.
0: And how long has it been since the first one? I mean, um, a long—it's a while, right? We're talking five years.
1: Let's see. The, the,
0: and, I mean, and
1: the, it, it's been wow, yeah, five years.
0: Yeah, and, wow, I got one right. And I, most,
1: yeah, most, you really did.
0: <laughs> most kids that saw it five years ago are probably too old to care about it. I mean I, I can't see waiting that long. I mean, when something you like You know, it's
1: funny. I'm looking at the director? Yeah. Here, uh, j- real quick. Here are some of the other films that he's done. He directed Mad Max. Really? George Miller. That's that's mm-hmm. the guy. Mad Max. Then he directed The Road Warrior. Yeah. Did the fourth segment for Twilight Zone the movie. What which one was the fourth that's segment? The point. Oh god. He that's fucking right. The the old um William Shatner won. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the, the yeah. Gremlin. Yeah. And then he did... Right. As big
0: as this plane! <laughs>
1: he did all the Mad Max films, because he did Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Witches of Eastwick. Ooh, and then th- here's where things kind of fell apart. He did The the NeverEnding Story 2. Uh, Lorenzo's Oil.
0: You know what it reminds me of?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, the episode of uh, Third Rock from the Sun, where Shatner appeared. Oh, <laughs> They pick him up on the airplane, and they're at the airport, and, and Lithgow and Shatner are talking, and then Lithgow asks Shatner, says, how was your flight? He says, oh, well, it was horrible. I looked out the window, and there was a man on the wing of the plane, <laughs> and I was like, that happened to me, too. <laughs> I just
1: that. And if I remember correctly,
0: like the, like the, the television audience didn't laugh. <laughs> like they didn't get it.
1: They like, just oh. weren't old enough.
0: Yeah, or, or, or just film savvy enough, I guess. I don't know.
1: Maybe. Uh, he also did Babe Pig in the City.
0: Mm, oh yeah, I love Babe Pig in the City.
1: But he did that in 1998, and then he did Happy Feet in 2006. So he had a long layoff. Mm-hmm. But Happy Feet, the first one, made 200 million dollars in America alone. So right. I can understand why they threw a lot of money at this. But the problem is, you can't wait five years. You just you can't.
0: Well, it took him five years to retrain the penguins.
1: No right, <laughs> uh, and then it made 186 overseas, so it made almost 400 million dollars. I, I can't. So I can guarantee you, they spent the first one cost 100 million. I guarantee you, the uh, Happy Feet Two probably cost 175, maybe 200 million. There's no budget attached. So you know what's you know what's you, funny? You, you know it's a lot of money when they don't attach the budget.
0: That's the kind of shit you'd see in any basic sitcom. The whole premise of the 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 idiot character does something and it works. Like, wow, that worked so well that time. I'll do it again and it'll work better. And he does it in the wrong situation and it does horribly and it doesn't do anything. Right. And it's like, okay, that's a funny like sitcom, you know, run-of-the-mill joke. And Hollywood is basing their film production on that.
1: Oh yeah.
2: Absolutely,
1: uh,
0: you're saddening me more. You're you're, you're (laughs) killing me. All right, cheer me up. What's next?
1: Number four is another animated film called Arthur Christmas. Um. Now, when I first saw the trailer for this, or actually the TV spot, it just kind of looked like Saturday afternoon Nickelodeon type stuff. You know, it doesn't look extraordinary. It doesn't look like it's that well animated. Uh, It's almost like a um, hoodwinked type of animation where they spent money on it, but not really a lot. Yeah. And it doesn't look, to me, it doesn't look funny, although all the raves, they got like four raves in a row. It's like, the best film of the season. You'll love it. It's spectacular. And then it's one reviewer. It's that kind of uh, TV spot. So...
0: There's always one jackass that'll say the best film ever. Well, yeah.
1: There's there's how many thousands of newspapers? It's not hard to get a terrible film or a film that's not that good a rave review. So it's just it's not hard. Um, So that's the number four film. It's just another animated film at Christmas. It doesn't look appealing to me at all. I might throw that on for the kid, but it would just be background noise. So, But anyway... Moving on, the number three film is the Martin uh, Martin Scorsese Hugo. And that's a huge departure from what he normally does. And you know what? No one's going to see it. I'm not
0: going to see it. The trailer bored the shit out of me.
1: Yes. Uh, From what I understand, too, it's really good in a lot of parts. But there are a lot of parts that are also very, very boring. That was one of the main concerns uh, from a, or main... Uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Anyway, it's Plains. one of the ma- main complaints. Criticisms. Uh, criticisms from a lot of reviewers is that there's too many... Arguments? Uh, long, uh, boring parts. Problems? Mm-hmm.
0: I, I, the trailer to me looks like Scorsese's trying to do a European uh, fantasy kids film.
1: Well, I think it's based on uh, British books for kids
0: well, I'm, i mean the style of the film i mean when oh. you look when you, when you they have the scene where the kid fixes the little mouse and there's animation mixed in to me it looks like scorsese doing a european uh kids fantasy film yeah and... and the problem is european doesn't play in america because there's no appreciation for art no appreciation for pacing no appreciation for no attention span whatsoever no appreciation for nuance or subtlety it doesn't work here I'm not saying right. the film's good or bad. I can just tell from the trailer, Americans aren't going to go be flocking to see this. No one's taking their kid to see it because the kid's not going to shut up through the whole film.
1: And if, you know what, I haven't looked at the runtime, but if it's a normal Scorsese type film, it's going to be two and a half hours.
0: Uh, it can't be two and a half hours.
1: Two hours and seven minutes.
0: That's Yeah, I would say two and a well, half uh,
1: hours. I mean, you, your average runtime for a Scorsese film is two what hours, tw- 15 minutes, half an hour. Why do you keep saying Scorsese? Because that's how it's pronounced. Scorsese. It's Scorsese. Scorsese, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. The number two film. Wait, wait, is... wait. wait, oh, it's, what, 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 what?
0: It's, it's pronounced, uh, it's the way his, his uh, son pronounces it. Wait, no, I'm thinking of somebody else. Never mind. Scorsese. <laughs>
1: it's Scorsese? Scorsese.
0: It's Scorsese.
1: Okay. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> no. It's, it's just a slight inflection. That's all it is.
0: It's a slight accent, which you don't have, so why would you use it? That's not an accent. It's Scorsese. Scorsese? That's that's if you if you speak the language. An American is Scorsese. I know a little
1: bit of the fucking language. Don't worry about you it.
0: Know the language, you don't have an accent. I'm not, you know. I'm not I'm not questioning your
1: heritage. I've been around, I've been around my father long enough to to fake one if I needed. <laughs> like now. Like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love you.
0: <laughs> now you're talking.
1: All right. Uh the number 2 film is The Muppets. Yeah, no. Problem. Uh it's made 56 million. It's cost 45.
0: I I hate Jason Siegel. I <sighs> I really hate you. I've I've heard the movie's bad too. I've heard from some people it's I'm getting mixed reviews. Half the people are saying it was awesome and the other half are saying yeah, for a Muppet film it sucked.
1: Okay. I I you know, I I I heard that they were trying to go back to the 70s and early 80s style Muppets where it was not necessarily completely for kids. it did have more adult-oriented comedy.: like the Dick and...
0: Swinging Idiot as the lead.) <laughs>
1: uh, but that's what I, I heard that they were trying to do with this movie, so
0: Was it w- w- I don't know,
1: I'll see it because it is Muppets.: Was I'll I look... with you?
0: Was I with you? Well, I, I recently watched 15, 10 or 15 No, it wasn't you. Uh, I accidentally watched 10 to 15 minutes of how I met your mother.
1: Yeah, you were at my house. Was with you? Yeah, with we went out to dinner. We came back.
0: Did we sit and watch like ten minutes of it? Y- yes. Okay, because I'm finally regaining the the. F- no, it was not with you. And
1: well, that, your, you house, were o- your house, your house was showing um. Big uh, Bang Theory. Big
0: Bang Theory. No, no, no. But, was-
1: no, at some point in the evening, uh, the, How I Met Your Mother. No, no. Oh, was- no, no, no. You no. know, it was it was a commercial. It was a commercial. And and you just made a you no, made a snide I- comment. Yeah, yeah. I like, mean, how like the fuck of... is this guy in the same show with Neil Patrick Harris? Right.
0: Well, what happened was two or three days later, I happened to be in a room where the show was playing, and I sat down.
1: It's not a very good show.
0: I watched ten or fifteen minutes of it. And how long has the show been on? I guess it's a popular show. Four or five years, I think. Okay, it's a popular
1: show. Well, I think Neil Patrick Harris, Harris carries that show.
0: Yeah, I, I, I yeah, whatever. Uh, I, I watched him in it. I watched Jason Siegel in it, and I, I sat down for a good station, you know, station break. The station break was like ten minutes, maybe. Um, maybe eight yeah and and i'm only just now recovering mobility on the left side of my body (laughs) i can taste food again oh that must be special what the fuck is (laughs) passing for humor on mainstream i you know i don't watch tv anymore so i don't watch sitcoms anymore i I watch old ones or i watch like a specific show on dvd usually british Um, or cable TV that's shows. That's a good choice. I don't really get around to watching mainstream sitcoms. And I hear people rave, oh, this is funny, that's funny. And I say after 10 minutes of that just to give it a chance. And what the fuck is wrong with us as a
1: culture if this is passing for humor? You want complete paralysis for an evening? Uh, try, I- watching, try watching uh, this TV show called Whitney. <laughs> it actually says, before they go to break... Uh, or go to com- uh, commercial after the opening of the show. Uh-huh. Tape tape before a live studio audience. I dare you to watch this show, and I dare you to tell me that it's actually recorded in front of, in front of a live studio audience. How are they lying and actually getting away with it? Because it feels so much like a laugh track. There is no way a oh, well, live studio well, audience would, would react to comedy that way.
0: Well, even a, a lot of times, though, even if it's a live audience, they still can the laughter because it doesn't
1: record properly. No, no, no. This is what happens. If no, it's no, record- I'm, just, I'm just explaining. No, 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 I agree with that. But okay. for well, this, show, yeah, I agree for this show, what I actually told uh, Mayor, my wife, I said, listen, if this actually is recorded in front of a live studio audience, whoever is sitting there isn't actually finding it funny so you might get a couple of laughs here and there and they have to add canned laughter oh, to I'm... cover up how people aren't laughing but, laughing you don't... and the loophole is the fact that it's recorded in front of a live audience
2: uh-huh.
0: doesn't
1: necessarily mean that that's where the laugh track is coming from now
0: Joey i have i have to intercede here because i think like myself with the batman movie your logic centers of your brain mm. are blocking off the reality that yes. you and i have a trouble c- understanding or accepting that there are people that actually do find this stuff funny i on countless occasions have people uh, acquaintances sometimes relatives or loved ones uh say things like oh you've got to see that family matters show it's hilarious <laughs> i've seen commercials and i i have enough common sense to not listen to them
1: I've seen some of that show. It sucks.
0: I had I had loved ones who used to religiously watch Everyone Loves Raymond, or Everybody Loves Raymond. We, there are people out there who actually think this is funny.
1: Everyone Loves Raymond... Uh, first See, of all,
0: it's a lie, because I don't love Raymond.
1: <laughs> no, what I find interesting about Everyone Loves Raymond is comedy is so bad now that when an old episode of that comes on, I find myself finding it funnier than I used to because of how bad comedy shows are right now.
0: You know what? I watched one episode once like th- was, there's
1: a, there's another show.
0: What hold on a second I watched one episode yeah. and, and I was stunned at the level of, of oh, abuse. How much
1: they hate each other.
0: Well it's how like the yelling at the like the, the, the verbal abuse towards the wife I yep. thought, like, like, borderline funny. Into like, okay, if Rodney Dangerfield was doing this, to be funny. You're just a, you're just an angry prick screaming at this woman. Yeah. I, I wh- wh- where does it's funny when Ben Stiller's father does it?
1: Yes. It's, it's, I it's
0: agree funny. With it's that. funny when he does it because he's old to the point where everything he does is comedy. All he has to do is yell. He can yell at a bl- brick wall and it would be humorous. But when <laughs> when Raymond Jackoff's walking around saying these horrible things to his wife, it's like you're an asshole. I mean, this, this should be like the scene before in like the, in a, in, in like a made-for-TV Lifetime movie. This should be the scene two, epi- two, two commercial breaks before she bludgeons him to death with the fucking iron.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, and and this, is, this, this is passing for primetime light humor. It was one of the most watched shows every week. Ah. And like I said, the comedy is so bad now. When, a, when an episode of that comes on, I find myself chuckling more than I used to because of how bad comedy is now. There's this other show. It's called Happy Endings. And pro- one of, other than Whitney, probably one of the most unfunny shows on TV right now. It's in its second season too, which I find quite disturbing. So, you that's know, just me.
0: I, I think it's, I think sometime in the near future, I'm gonna
1: to, we're gonna have to do like a,
0: a, a TV challenge and make each other watch like like a whole night of primetime sitcoms or something.
1: I'm game. Let's do it. Mm. All right, and finally <laughs> the number one film. Back there. Sorry. Yes, yeah, so just a little. We we try and keep this under. You know, 15 minutes now, and I think we failed this uh,
0: that's my. It's all my fault. I apologize for that.
1: Let's see, where are we at? Yeah, okay, we're at uh, 32 minutes. Don't belabor
0: than the minutes. What's, what's number one?
1: <laughs> uh, the, well, you know the number one. It's twi- the Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 1. Because the book is so huge that they have to cut it into two parts. Which is su- such complete bullshit. They know that this, uh, what is her name, Stephanie Meyer, ain't cranking out another book anytime soon. Right. So they need to milk the fuck out of this movie and cut it into two parts. You know what's sad? There's no reason why Twilight should be a four-hour fucking movie. You know what's really sad, too? You know why? That it's uh, made I, $246
0: million so no, far? No, I'm talking about the books. The no. reason that last book is so thick why? is because it, cause it's a young adult novel. And the adults are the ones reading this
1: shit. Yeah, no, you're right.
0: I almost made this girl cry in my British literature class. <laughs> um, it happens a lot. I make people cry. Yeah. And, and and we were I forget what we were talking about Harry Potter came up out of the blue, and I, I kind of said in a polite way that that I think Harry Potter dis- uh, shows the decline of the intelligence in our society as a whole. And and she and she said, but I grew up with Harry Potter, which made me feel old because there's... There's this uh, girl sitting <laughs> in front of me, and, and Harry she's saying, "Oh, as a, I started reading it as a child, and like, okay, when they came out, I was an adult, so I'm fucked. <laughs> you know, I'm definitely the old, the old the annoying old guy in the room. You've so, lost that battle. I well it, well, it angered me, and I said, well, the problem is, I have no problem with Harry Potter, and I love the fact that they're getting kids to read, but the problem with these books is at a certain point they stop writing them for kids, and adults are reading them, and I'm sorry, if you're an adult. And the, and the most recent book you've read is a young adult novel, and the most recent three books you've read are young adult kill novels... Kill yourself. ...and the most recent five <laughs> books you've read are young adult novels, you're an idiot.
1: Kill or kill yourself.
0: <laughs> no, no, okay. I, don't, I don't want to promote suicide amongst the uh, the mentally deficient. What, what I'm saying is that you, you aren't an intellectual. You're reading... But that would be like me saying, oh, I'm an intellectual, I read I read, uh, I read. the
1: comic th- section every
2: Sunday.
0: Yeah, I read Entertainment Weekly every week, so, so I'm in. I'm an informed, well-read person. No, I'm an
1: idiot. Have you done that lately, read the comic section? I, I don't read... Uh, no- it's... Because we'll get the Sunday paper and I'll flip through it and are you, are you every t- once t- in a while I'll flip through the comic section. It is fucking awful. <laughs>
0: Dude, uh, this whole episode is like is like my last writing class where we're talking about stream of consciousness. It's <laughs> <laughs> just one subject that uh, somehow Man, we... Man, what's
1: Beetle Bailey up to this week? Wow, that fucker's lazy.
0: What? <laughs> it's it's to, just talk, so terrible. Talk about sexual abuse in a comic strip.
1: Yeah. <sighs> so what we're talking right.
0: about... Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, Bre- breaking Dawn. Breaking Bad. Dawn. Yeah, breaking
1: Dawn Part Dawn. 1. The,
0: the film that gave epileptic seizures to people during the birth
1: sequence. <laughs> you
0: read about, read about that? Nope. Oh, no. Apparently. They, so they, is there a
1: lot of flashing going on?
0: Yeah, because the big thing is they wanted to make the birth sequence as graphic and brutal as possible, but they had to do it with a PG-13 rating. Because, you know, this is a film for kids. Right. Right. And just think about that for a second. They get, I, I, I grew up with criticisms over horror films for, oh, you know, they're making these graphically violent films, and they're geared to children, even though they're adult films. And they're rated R, and you can't get in the theater to see them unless... And it was always protect the children. They watered this shit down. Now we've got a film specifically for young girls, Yeah. and they come right out and say... Oh, it's a PG-13 film, but we wanted this to be brutal and graphic, as bloody and graphic as possible. So we did everything we could to make it a horrific scene for the children that would be usually be too young to see such a scene. <laughs> and, and no one blinks an eye. Nope. Then again, for, for, this, for this film series that promotes young teenage girls dating abusive boyfriends, I, I, I'm not surprised. Well, that's what happened they were doing like, flashes and stuff and apparently some people
1: were like had to be pulled out of the theaters i get i yeah probably i don't know i actually
0: had seizures during every single film but i don't <laughs> I, I don't think that was the Which reason
1: i have yet to see you... we attempted that here oh, at my house Dude, you're gonna you're gonna we we pulled up the riff track version and we were both asleep in 15 minutes solid
0: we had a long day
1: well we had cuban petes
0: and cuban petes yes <laughs> Cuban food and Twilight at Midnight does not mix.
1: Oh, man. Cuban peace was so good.
0: Yeah. Oh, anyway.
1: Anyway. But so that's the top ten. <laughs> <laughs> that's finally <laughs> the, the top, top ten.
2: movie. Okay. Yeah,
1: I know. All right. Let's go ahead and do the finger list. All right. Now, uh, I'll quickly go over the top ten films. And <laughs> uh, for anyone new to the top ten, we will pick a film out of this list that we would rather cut our little pinky finger off than to have to see in the theater. Right. All right. Uh, number. Or I would just. I'll just go from bottom up. Puss in Boots, Tower Heist, Immortals, The Descendants, Jack and Jill, Happy Feet Two, Arthur Christmas, Hugo, The Muppets, and tw- the Twilight Saga: Breaking Dawn Part One. That is your top ten. Would you like me to go first, or would oh, you like to go first?
0: I'm, I'm gonna go first for the next couple, because for, for like the first like twenty episodes or so, I made you go first all the time. <laughs> it's okay, and and no, no, I, you know, um, it's a tough one. There's a lot of shit in here, but I'm gonna have to say, realistically, yeah, Happy Feet Two is where really? I have to draw the line, dude. I remember sitting through five minutes of Happy Feet One, and just. If, if I had not had the ability to leave the room, I probably would have done harm to myself. Like <laughs> clawed the eyes out, stuck things in my ears, held my breath till I
1: passed anything just to avoid... I'm actually surprised at your answer. Really? Why? Yeah, well, because I, I, for me, anyway, my choice is going to have to be Jack and Jill. I just I don't think I can sit through an hour and a half, or however long it is, of Adam Sandler playing two characters poorly. I just don't think I could do it. It's bad,
0: but, again, I've sat through Adam Sandler playing bad characters. Yeah. Uh, but... At feet, I didn't make it ten minutes. Uh, and
1: I, think- I, think, I think I'd think i be okay only for the reason that I have a child, and I think watching it with him, not that I would enjoy <laughs> the film.
0: All right, you know, it's getting to the just, point. Just
1: that it, it, it's on... Uh, He's watching it, then he goes and does something, and then. Dude. I, it's like I'll be watching it, but not really. Dude. And I think that if I had to force. If I had to watch it by myself, I don't think I could do it.
0: Okay. Your happy family's getting into where your film criticisms. You're. You're. you're... <laughs> <laughs> your your film reviews now you end up like Martin Sheen in the Dead Zone, <laughs> like holding the child over your head. No, it'd be okay if I had my kid with me. <laughs> Stop using your child as a human shield. <laughs> I
1: don't. I, I just. I I just think I'd be able to get through Happy Feet too. Ah, oh, I. I uh, Even without the kid, I think I'd be able to get through it. I, Jack and Jill. I I just I don't think so.
0: If I had a If I had a two year old, I'd probably let him watch Breaking Dawn first.
1: that's where babies come from
0: ah Uh,
1: all right so that's the top 10 that's the finger list um i don't want to go to break just yet Uh i just i want to talk a little bit about a trailer we just saw uh for me yesterday you saw it today
0: yeah yeah i just
1: saw it like literally 10 minutes ago uh well no because we were recording for 40 minutes (laughs)
0: <laughs> well that then and, and the fact that i have no real concept of time you know
1: <laughs> yeah exactly underlines- uh and the and that's for the film the cabin in the woods right now uh personally i feel like i've seen this movie already and that movie was called cube all right it's it seems to me like they're they go out into the woods they, they they meet this guy who says, uh, we're looking for uh, this cabin or whatever, and, and whatever. He's like, well, I can get you there, but getting yourself back is your problem. All right, fine. So they all go out there, and from, the, from what it looks like in the trailer is they're there, but it's almost like they're not there. You see a bird fly into essentially an invisible wall that kind of digitally it almost looks like a honeycomb it's like it uh, it like smacks into this uh, invisible wall and then when it smacks into it you almost see like this digital representation of oh shit that's like a hologram or something like that so and the tagline for the movie is you think you know the story which makes you will make me watch this film and go okay i have to guess what it is now and for me to take a guess like oh it's possibly a cube ripoff whereas in cube they're in all these rooms and they go from room to room to room to room and it's basically a big cube and uh, this kind of looks like that like they're try- they're going through different parts of the house and it's corridors and you see like a hand pull a lever and then something happens so it's like there there's a puppet master and he's pulling all the strings it just seems like it's that kind of film so I don't know where the real mystery is
0: yeah, well, that's that's the whole that's the whole thing. The play is like the the first line that comes up on the screen is "You think you know the story," so when you say that, you're like, okay, so and, and
1: uh, right, exactly. It's, that, that... it's
0: it's like they're okay. We're gonna we're gonna play with the convention of the horror film, but we're gonna do it in such a way that that you see it coming a mile away. We're gonna tell you we're gonna do it. There's gonna be no surprise involved. Now, take that trailer, right? Right. And compare it to Tuck, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yes. Which has got to be the funniest trailer I have seen in months. Yep. And it does the same. And, it's,
1: and, and you haven't seen it yet, but I have. It's a great movie, too.
0: It, it, it's the same concept. It's, oh, let's take a typical horror film uh, setting scenario and turn it on its head. The only difference is <clears throat> this is actually creative. Whereas the Joss Whedon one looks like he said, "Okay, I'm going to take a Friday the thirteenth, uh, I'm going to take a Nightmare, uh Friday the Thirteenth film, and I'm going to mix it with Dollhouse."
1: <laughs> yes. And Exa- yes.
0: And honestly, if it wasn't for Dollhouse, I'd have total faith in Joss Whedon. You know, you're right. Um, but but I mean, I I I I liked Buffy. Uh, uh, I can forgive him Angel series because hey, at that point, you're just throwing money at you. Uh, I I liked Firefly, uh, but. When he comes down to Dollhouse and then this trailer, is like, yeah, it looks like you got a budget and a, a decent idea, but now I'm not, say- I'm <laughs> listen, not saying it's listen, not going to be it- fun. I'm look- I- I'll am i watch it and it might be good. Oh, I'll
1: definitely see it.
0: Yeah. And it might be good, but I- I- it's like, listen, it- there- he's really are- tipping his hand.
1: There are two things. There are two reasons why this film is being released. Okay. This is one of the uh, MGM films where they uh, had no money and they pulled all their projects apart. And uh, from what I understand, this movie has been made for a while. It was supposed to be released a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And if I'm wrong about that, it was slated to come out Halloween of 2009. So it's actually a little more than two years ago. Now, the fact that it was slated to come out kind of means to me that it was already filmed and ready. But there's a very, and again, I haven't done any homework on it, but it could have been that it was slated to be released, MGM pulled all their projects, and then it finally did get released. But, good or bad, there's two only two reasons why this film is actually being released. One, uh, Chris Hemsworth is in the movie which is the guy that played Thor, okay? That's the number one. The number two is Joss Whedon wrote the movie, and Joss Whedon is directing the Avengers film, which Chris Hemsworth is in. Right. So, and the fact that this movie comes out in April of 2012, and the Avengers comes out uh, May of 2012, is no fucking accident. Mm-hmm. So those are the two major pl- uh, points of why this movie got made and why it's actually being released. And yeah. that's it. Good or bad, that's why. Because this film comes out in April. Joss Whedon wrote it. Chris Hemsworth is in it. And then he comes out in another film that Joss Whedon wrote and directed, The Avengers, the following month. Right. So they're trying to have it sit on the coattails of Chris Hemsworth because he's one of the hottest actors working right now. Mm-hmm. That actually sounded bad. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's very, you know, he's good-looking. Uh, um, yeah, <laughs> but no, yeah. he's one of the, he's one of the more popular actors right now working, and that's just, in my opinion, that's that's why it's being released and that's why, uh, it got made. So.
0: You know, and speaking of trailers, I, I want to touch on real quick. Uh, they just released recently the trailer for the Three Stooges movie. Have you seen that? Mm. I just want to... I, I actually haven't. I just need to really really say uh, for the Fairley Brothers. Is Sean Penn in it? No. No, no.
1: He backed out a while ago. The
0: Fairley Brothers really should go fuck themselves.
1: They're doing this?
0: The Fairley Brothers did this. They're not oh. doing it. They've done it. They've done this. And, and, and I,
1: I, I take it it's fuck not a drama. Them. No. I, it, no, of course fuck, not.
0: Fuck them. Because I'm watching the trailer, and all it is is three guys pretending to be the three stooges
1: jesus christ and i have to, have to go watch this trailer now
0: the three stooges movie and it's they're ripping off not only are they ripping off the material of the three stooges blatantly ripping off the three stooges material they're ripping off the personalities and characters of these three actors who played these characters their entire lives
1: that's fucking wrong.
0: It's, it's, not, it's not an homage. It's not, it is a blatant rip of saying, oh, these guys are dead. Their families will, will take... I, I have no idea what kind of deal they have. I guarantee they have to pay somebody something because they're, they're using their fucking likenesses. It is the epitome of unoriginality... And I, you know, and when you watch the trailer, yeah, the guys look pretty good. They really got three guys that really look like Billy Moran and Curly, and they really have it down pat. They really do it well. You know what? They're doing somebody else's routine.
1: Yeah. Now, when this film uh, was originally supposed to be made, it was supposed to be made almost like a, like a, like a docudrama. It was supposed to be uh, kind of like their life story, them. Uh, growing, uh, not growing up, but yeah. uh, getting into the business. Right. Uh, you know the, the 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 lighter side, the darker side, and that's why Sean Penn was attached to it, and they just had a lot of problems getting that film made, so they scrapped it, and then obviously. And I didn't know till you just told me, but the Farley brothers just totally fucking fucking them in the ass.
0: Just it's just it's it's sad and pathetic. And I expect more. I mean, again, you know, I know these guys are the ones that gave us like uh, abuse to animals and uh, like date rape humor. But they were still made funny films. Yeah, you know, they were still they had hit and misses, but they were still funny. And the sink to the point where you're just ripping off somebody else's career. They're mm-hmm. ripping off their careers, not even not even just their jokes. And now, if you flash back to I think the nineteen ninety, I think it's nineteen ninety film, Brain Donors, okay, with John Turturro. Yes, they it that was an homage. It was to the Marx Brothers. They they made a Marx Brothers film without reusing any characters without reusing one joke. It was all new material. They just took the theme and the concept. And you could, when you watch it, you say, this is a Marx Brothers film, but they didn't rip off the Marx Brothers, their personalities, their likenesses, or their routine. Right. They managed to, they managed to do both, an there homage a, and keep it original.
1: There was a film that came out in the 80s. Um, I remember seeing it when I was a kid. It was called Stooge Mania. Do You remember that yeah, film? Yeah, I remember that. I think it was mostly people in... in, uh, in um, insane asylums (laughs) just acting like the three stooges and to me that's better than this because at least those people were portrayed as being crazy Mm -hmm. (laughs) so
0: this is just fucking despicable this is disgusting and this is like the lowest i've ever seen hollywood go in 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 like at least a week uh Uh, yeah but i I had to get that off my chest because because well you know
1: all right let's uh let's go ahead and take a break guitar and we're gonna go take a break Uh and during the break we're going to play the trailer for jd's revenge so when we come out of break (laughs) (laughs) we could just start talking about it you do it do it oh do it (laughs) don't worry daddy ain't gonna hurt you
0: yeah oh yes you are
1: (laughs) all right we'll be right back all right are you home alone tonight
0: got no one to cuddle Urgent, urgent for some connection. Don't worry, Daddy ain't gonna hurt you. Just tune in movie Sucktastic. Give us a call at 908-514-4470. Tell us what bad movies have been tickling you. Just call after dark. We like it that way.
3: with a good-looking woman but something awful's gonna happen there's big trouble coming it's jd's revenge listen man ain't nothing wrong with my soul there was a real mean killing and the wrong guy died they buried his body but his soul survived for jd's revenge lately i've been getting these headaches you know i've never felt this lost before in my life you beat me up Ike, you, uh... I don't remember doing any of those things. Maybe something is happening to me. The reincarnation of a killer who came back from the dead to possess a man's soul, make love to his woman, and get the vengeance he craves. I'm flipping out. He's my baby sister, Betty Joe. you my baby sister, Betty Joe. They are my enemies! They're my enemies! That's one weird nigga. I've up crackin up and I'm cracking up, man. i blacked out. Glenn Turman, the star of Cooley High. What in the world have you done to yourself? I ain't seen a getup up like that in 25 years. Ha, yay. Joan Pringle. My business is where? Theodos. Lou Gothit. There is no danger, Theodos. This nigga's crazy. I'm the craziest nigga you ever meet. <laughs> yay! Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't himself. That Don't was... nobody talk to me like that! He turned into this, into this monster, a whole other person. scared of your dad. There is something wrong with Ike. Tonight he kept saying, Mrs. J.D. Walker. J.D. Walker's been dead for over 30 years. It's J.D. Walker. What the hell do you mean J.D. Walker is back? This boy is possessed by the spirit of J.D. Walker. Oh, you a jack preacher now, her license. J.D.'s voice. Hey, that good for nothing, you brother of yours. And his manner? I guess go to center with him. You were possessed. You just killed Betty Jo. Oh. Forty years later, on someone else's face, you can see J.D. Walker's hatred. Time just won't erase J.D.'s revenge. I have my revenge.
2: Long day!
1: Back everybody. How you doing, buddy?
0: I, I love me some JD Rick Walker.
3: God damn <laughs> <laughs>
1: All
0: right, admit it. Admit uh,
1: it.
0: At least once I had a
3: blast
1: watching this movie. I love
0: this movie. Tell me, that you did... admit to me whether or not at least once while watching this film you just found yourself going, dynamite, dynamite. Did you? <laughs>
1: yes? Nigga, please.
0: And that word, that word, uh, warning, uh, warning. That word will be coming up, uh, but it will be coming up as quotes from this film.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm going to portray J. JD during the whole show.
0: Not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nobody talks to me like that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is the <laughs> best film ever. Do you have the stats up in front of you? What year did this come out?
1: Uh, it came out in my uh, year of birth,
0: 1976. Oh, right. and, yeah. and oh, we what's what's. Where to begin? What, uh, how does the, I, the I, film I, opens up in, in the the seventies or the sixties,
1: fifties? Uh, it opens up in nineteen forty one, I oh. believe. Nineteen forty one or nineteen forty two.
0: That's right. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, and I have it, no
0: real concept of time. I can't tell fashion styles. That's all right.
1: Okay. Well, what happens is it, it opens up to
0: in mean the packing plant.
1: In a right, and you just uh, the gist of it is you see this woman being murdered.
0: She, uh, she's arguing with this this uh, uh, Mac Daddy, and
1: he. Uh, <laughs> Goddamn woman! He, nobody talks to me that way. Yeah,
0: uh, he, she she uh, spurns his advances uh, and says she's going to stay with her uh, her beau, and he, uh, offended, outraged, demon. He takes out his flick knife and slashes her throat. Right, kills uh, her right J- there. And then J D. Walker happens upon the scene, comes uh, in, finds her, and then gets bl- her blood on his hands. And then a young, gold-toothed, uh, Jay, ah, uh, oh, fuck. Lou Gossett. Lou Gossett. Reverend
1: Elijah Bliss.
0: Elijah Bliss, bliss Gossett. With
1: it. fucking hair.
0: <laughs> and a gold tooth. Stumbles upon well, this. He system. doesn't ever
1: lose the gold tooth, but uh, the hair, he loses the hair.
0: Well, don't spoil it. <laughs> they can ruin the ending.
1: Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? You see him in the first 20 minutes, half an hour, he's got no hair.
0: And, and convinced that JD is the one that has killed this woman, shoots JD down. Yep. All right, there you have your revenge story plot set up. There you go. We then come into the 70s where we have uh, young people, young college students in their late 20s, early 30s, playing football.
1: (laughs) This movie looks like a TV movie, too. I mean, other uh, other than the swearing, the nudity, and the blood, (laughs) as far as how it...
0: Apart from the nudity, swearing, and the uh, blood, it, it's just like a t- made-for-TV movie. I was well, No, no, no. I'm saying it aesthetically, aesthetically.
1: it looks like a TV movie. This
0: would make a kick-ass after-school special <laughs> about the dangers of hypnotism.
1: Okay, that would be the message.
0: Either that, or that, or, or um, yeah, no, I think that would have to be it. I can't think okay. of anything else to take from it. <laughs> well, so at the football game, we meet our our, our young hero. Uh,
1: what's his name? Isaac.
0: Uh, Isaac. Uh, Isaac.
1: Well, they call, call him Ike. They, they call him Ike in the film they call him uh, Ike, often,
0: and then someone calls him Isaac at one point. So even though it's Isaac, okay, the, Isaac. So yeah, I could see that, right? And uh, we meet him and his girlfriend. Uh, what the hell was
1: her name? That was a weird name. Her I, name, I, Christella. I, no, Chris Stella. Pristella. Pristella. No, Cristella. Cristella. Like, yeah, C R I S T E L L A. And, and that's the
0: problem too, because both of them had nicknames. Pet names, so each one it gets called two or three different ti- things during the film. So there'll there'll be a conversation going, and they'll reference somebody, and, it, and if you're not paying attention, you don't know who they're talking about because right. they keep changing the names.
1: Well, the thing is, too, there, there's a few weird names in this movie, like Theotis, <laughs> which which plays Lou Gossett's uh, father, mm-hmm. which uh, you know later on you find more about uh, that character. Right. Uh, but so. They, they go out for a night on the town. He doesn't want to do it, but he says, oh, the, his girlfriend oh. says, Oh, we've made plans. Let's go out.
0: But wait, wait, wait. wait. I, I, need to, I need to underline the fact that they, they show that he's a, a young black man uh, in law school. In law school, studying to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, with his young, uh, soon to be bride. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, Oh my God, this is the Barack Obama story. <laughs> Holy shit. Can we. Can we so now, if, if anything happens during uh, Barack Obama's run for president for 2012, if you start noticing him acting funny or getting a little jive, and you know it's cheating. Bitch, j- my foreign
1: policy, there's nothing wrong with it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, bitches, sign it now. <laughs> nine, nine, nine.
1: Oh, wait, that's the wrong, wrong
0: guy. <laughs> I, I ain't never harassed nobody. What are you wearing? Goddamn, woman. What are you Let wearing? me see those titties. <laughs> I didn't win a goddamn thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's Barack Obama, the early years, uh, yep. New, Orleans, New Orleans. Ah, yes, it is. And even when he gets the hat, it looks like the hat from those early pictures they had of him in college. It's like, Jesus, this is creepy. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. so they go on a night in the town. Now, uh, oh, wait, now, c- can we backtrack a minute? Sure. Uh, they sh- When they showed the uh, J.D.'s grave, Yes. there's already, like, ferns growing out of the thing. When they buried him. When, when they put him in the mausoleum. Oh, really? Like, there's fern stuck. Oh, you them. know
1: why? Because uh, cause Cause they, they just
0: threw it up, yeah.
1: Well, because well, later on in the film, he revisits his grave. Uh-huh. So they didn't bother to clean up. They just probably filmed that in the same fucking day. But,
0: but even then, there's fern leaves like stuck behind the con- the, the stone, supposed stone. Right. So it's like they just slapped it up there and didn't even bother pulling the plants out from behind it.
1: <laughs> no. Um, but that—that's a real qualm.
0: <laughs> and uh, and one of my favorite quotes was during the, our introduction to the, the young law student, uh, um, Isaiah. I said, "Baby, these are thirty dollars superstar shoes." I—I <laughs> 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 I don't know why I have to rewind that three times. That is a killer line. Baby, these are thirty dollars superstar
1: shoes. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's so many good lines in this movie too. Uh-huh.
0: It's also like the Ike and Tina story, where they kind of creepy after a while.
1: Well, he does beat her up a couple of times. Well, yeah, I mean, that keeps ball. taking him back. It's like, damn bitch, you are stupid. <laughs> uh-huh. just, Holy shit!
2: So, Goes, um,
1: so I think one of my favorite lines is, "Oh man, I, I blacked th- out. Th- I don't know what's going on."
0: <laughs> don't jump the gun. I, I beat up my baby. No, no, don't don't get ahead. We have to go through this linearly. <laughs> okay, better. okay. It gets better as it goes.
1: Oh, it really? Does. And also, my notes are linear. I want. <laughs> oh god, I didn't write notes. It's all up here, baby.
0: Really? Oh
1: wow. I you this know what? I, I I watched it, thinking I wasn't gonna like it, and Did I, I, I
0: told you it was great.
1: No, I know. I sat at my computer. And people, like, people gotta shit. start listening to me when I say stuff like this. I, was like, I should really be taking notes on this, but it's like I see when I enjoy film, I usually tend to write very little or no notes. Ah. Uh, so,
0: uh, this one was this one was a rare one where I love it, but I still had a lot of notes to do. I mean, for, <laughs> but, like for example, when now when you said uh, yeah. they go out in a town, right?
1: Yes. So paint the you, town red.
0: So when when two young couples in their uh, college couples in their early twenties, uh, mid twenties, decide to go out in a town for a double date, uh, a formal double date, they're wearing like suit jackets and stuff. Mm-hmm. Of course, they go to a strip club and then a hypnotist.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, when they when they were <laughs> Now, uh, obviously white. they needed their, their, their R, their R rating. And so they and because it's a 70s now, uh, now black exploitation fair. film, they needed the nudity. Be fair. J- and it's all white women too, which I found funny.
0: Not just they- white women, unattractive white women. <laughs> now, now let's be fair. In the 70s it was socially acceptable to take a date to a strip club.
1: It was also socially acceptable to go see an adult film as well. Oh, there yes. There was a lot well, of those Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> But well, when Deep Throat came out, celebrities were going to see that,
2: no, 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 and
1: yeah. they have footage of celebrities going in to see this film, and it was just kind of, you know, eh, it is what it is. You know, this country, and I mentioned this before, well, little ladies was, al- to see it. was much more sexually freeing 25, 30 years ago, 35 years ago, you know, in that time frame.
0: See, Herman Cain's got us on the right track. We should all be naked
1: yeah uh, Take it, was, it was it was a lot more freeing uh you know just it just a mere two three decades ago and nowadays um you can't watch back to the future without the word terrorist being uh you know what uh, does it have to do down. with
2: sex
0: sir
1: stop i'm just saying show. no 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 Take, what i'm saying is I'm the off. amount I'm, cut you off. I'm cutting you off the, the amount of censorship today I, i'm cutting you off sir because we have to protect the children Is that the children It is the children. No, no,
0: we're talking about 70s strip clubs. Get back on track, sir.
1: Well, I'm just talking about the amount of censorship today. It's it's fucking nauseating. Okay,
0: I will do the political rant, sir. Okay. (laughs) And you you will toe the line and just do your funny accents.
1: Uh, Oh. oh. (laughs) But I love you. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking
2: love you, bitch.
0: No, I agree with you. (laughs) You know I agree with you. Um, But, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna steer us back. I'm so crazy.
1: yes, uh, they decide to go to a strip club. Now,
0: now were you surprised? Well, they don't
1: that? necessarily. The, the strip club was kind of, kind of, kind of be the end of the night. But then, as they're walking down the strip, there's hang this on, guy in on. the. I'm still in okay. the strip club, sir. Okay.
0: Now you. you I, I happen to know for a fact that you have at least once in your time been in a strip club. Hmm. Right? Am That's I correct? That's good.
1: That is a good uh, guess.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm guessing. I've never yep. accompanied you to one of these. Never. Clubs of the uh, clubs of stripping.
2: Uh, the clubs of stripping.
0: Yes, and uh, now I, 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 myself watching this movie, I'm kind of it kind of shocks me at how easy it must have been to become a stripper in the '70s. Yes,
1: because
0: apparently all you have to do is get naked. Doesn't matter how you look. You nope. can be you can be a little plain. You can you know uh, small breasted
1: strippers well, seem to be the norm in this one place. And and that's another thing that's changed uh, is uh, how people perceive themselves today is. I, I think holy, it's unrealistic. Holy shit, sir! What? What is it with you tonight? I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: you are you are doing my gig.
1: I know <laughs> I am. It's it's kind of weird.
0: It is very weird. I, it's, I'm gonna... it's
1: it's like I'm possessed by you.
0: I, I'm I'm mentioning like much much to the you. way
1: yeah. Isa- Isaac is possessed by JD. D.
0: I'm I'm putting breasts in your lap, <laughs> as a conversation thing, and you're going on to the subjugation of women. And I'm like, no, that's my. I do that, sir. <laughs> you're supposed to be talking about titties. It is, baby.
2: Yeah, you.
0: what I'm getting at, I'm sure you'll agree, <laughs> is that when you watch this film, they're just all you had to do to be a stripper apparently was to get half naked, half naked, and just kind of like jog in place, casually, yeah. just like wiggle a little bit. Like That's now, a- you have to be a, a, uh, an acrobat.
1: Yep, you got to be able to swing on a pole.
0: Yeah, and you, you, have, you to have to be able sw- to
1: hold up, hold yourself upside down. You got to be able to do backflips. And
0: having measurements that, uh, you know, would make Barbie blush helps too. Yep. You
1: yeah. have to pretty much be a solid nine these days. The only time you get uh, women like in JD's Revenge coming out are on Tuesday nights.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or at the last strip club I went to. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I saw Judy Gunch. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: R- Ugh.
0: But. Um, uh, yeah, I, so what I'm getting at is the strip clubs in the 70s were very
1: sad places. It's, but, it, it seems that way, yes. but,
0: you took, but you took your dates there. But anyway,
1: you were saying... I, I, you probably had a better chance of taking home a stripper in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike today. Well, except for you, sir. Well, except for me. <laughs> I was never able to take home a stripper. <laughs> Just throwing that out there.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. I think we talked about this in an episode. Yeah,
0: we did. That's why I brought it up.
1: <laughs> I couldn't tell you which one, but I know it's in in the '40s. So listen to all of them. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the,
0: they go to they go to the hip- hypnotist.
1: Well, they walk down the strip. And there's a guy outside saying, "This is the best show in town, and it's cheap, or it's free, or something along no those cover lines." No cover, uh, no cover charge. No cover charge. No cover charge. No charge.
0: Come on in, see the ladies. And they're
1: like, "Oh, let's go do it. Come on, it'll be fun." And then the next shot, the transition is him on stage, right, with a few other guys, and she's doing her whole uh, her whole hypnotist act, which was and, actually
0: pretty big during the time. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and uh, her whole her whole thing it actually worked. Because JD's uh, spirit, at that point, jumps into his body. Because I, I guess when you're hypnotized, your your
0: soul is weakened or something. You know something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know. It, it's. I mean, we could pull it apart even more for being unrealistic in that aspect.
0: I'm not saying unrealistic. I'm just trying to get to the logic of it. It's
1: unrealistic.
0: Well, yeah. Well, we're already we've already accepted it's it's black exploitation. It's not really. We're not going to be clinging to realism here. Right. Okay. Mhm. But so yeah, that opens the doors and so uh our young Isaac uh slowly begins to change, become corrupted. For, now the first sign of this uh, besides the migraines is that he buys a uh, a pimp hat.
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, he does. Yes. He 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 specifically he's driving his cab and he uh he sees this hat in the in the the window.
0: Now, might I add. <laughs> might I what? add that the pimp hat is an improvement, a vast improvement on the gay leather bike cap he's wearing at the time. <laughs> yes, it is. I just when he gets out of that cab, I'm like you know, what? buy the hat now. Buy the hat. Get that. Yeah. Buy the hat.
2: <clears throat>
0: <laughs> and, and also, it's it's not the same hat. I I thought at least it would be the same hat from the flashback. Right. But it's not. It's like a different hat because it's not purple. Yeah. Oh. Now. Do you have, do you have any more comments about the hat buying sequence? Because I I have a big problem here I have to bring up and I don't want to step in your toes. Uh, no, no. I'm... Okay, this this bothers me to no end. Right. The guy that sells him the hat. Okay. Has an eye
1: patch. Yeah. Why does the
0: guy that sells him the hat have an eye patch? I, I don't know. I the minute you put somebody with an eye patch in a movie, I want a backstory.
1: Yeah. All You want to know how he gets that eye you, patch.
0: You don't give a peripheral character an yeah. eye patch. This is true. For, for, first of all, because he's a peripheral character.
1: Get it? Uh, Get yes.
0: It? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. I want right, to make sure it. I'm reaching somebody there. Mm-hmm. And. It,
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm
0: sorry. For me, that was worth the journey. But no, it, it it's. When you give a secondary or peripheral character an eye patch. Right. You, you you don't do that because now I, I need to know more yeah or, or at least have him occur somewhere else in the film so, and, and that that bugged me for like a good half hour <laughs> I just you just you don't just give a random character an eye patch yeah. that's like that's like filmmaking 101
1: that is true
0: if you're watching die hard in the opening when, when when Bruce Willis goes into the Nakatomi Plaza and the guy behind the counter had an eye patch you you'd forget everything else in that film for like the next half hour. So what, what where's the guy with the eye patch? <laughs> oh he's someone's going to and then when they come in and shoot him so what the fuck was that? He has an eye patch. Ah. Uh, <laughs> do not give someone an eye patch and then just like pass him off after 30 seconds.
1: Yeah, no, you need to know that story. That that's I it's want It's like uh what was it? Um the what's his face from uh, Action Jackson. He's like you want to know how that guy's balls ended up in a jar?
0: I I want Papa Doc. I want Papa
1: Doc. That's I, it.
0: I need Papa Doc's back. I bet you Papa Doc had an eye patch too. He might have. He might have. Now, yeah. in Action Jackson, if someone had an eye patch, they would have been in the whole goddamn film.
1: <laughs> That's I, true. I'm,
0: I'm not saying it's a superior film. I'm just saying I think he had that much sense.
1: You're probably right.
0: <laughs> uh, it's just, yeah. I mean, again, when a character has an eye patch, they should there should be more depth to that character.
1: You're right. Yes. I I agree. All right. So he buys uh, the hat. Did you catch that? Death? Death? depth perception? Death? Yeah, I, 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 yes. I'm
0: just making yes. sure, because I didn't hear any laughter, so I want to make sure you got D- that. There's a
1: reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
0: Shut your mouth! Just talking about the shut out, your out.
1: fucking mouth, bitch! Nobody talks to me that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, he he then... He's having all these headaches on and off, and during these headaches, he you get little pieces of of flashbacks from the night that he was murdered.
0: And, and a cow being slaughtered.
1: And a cow being slaughtered. And I don't know if that's a real shot of a cow uh, getting stabbed in the neck. Probably is. Or not. Well, it might be a real dead cow, but I don't know if it's, if it was alive at that moment, because I just don't know how, how much, how much pull PETA had in the 70s.
0: No, they didn't. They were doing shit like that all the time. I would, yeah. yeah. So,
1: I wouldn't be surprised if that was a real cow.
0: And he starts seeing JD in but, the mirror too.
1: Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you do. Because so he has he has a scar in his eye, and he's like uh, he's like rubbing his finger across it. Mm-hmm. And you know, one of the things if if he's in the mirror and you see JD, yeah, and the character Isaiah, he is possessed by him. Shouldn't they be moving at the same time? You know.
0: I think you're reading too deeply into it.
1: Well, it, well. Well, JD's it, not. It just, it just goes to show that JD's
0: on the other side. JD's not. He's not seeing himself as JD. He's just saying JD, and it's, it's like it's like Mira Mira on the wall. Who's the hippest job cat on, of them all? So that's you, JD. Well, that's at you. that
1: moment, at that moment, JD is moving his hand across his face.
0: But but it's because of the scar. It was supposed thumbing to be the scar.
1: Yeah, but it was supposed to be at the same time.
0: But but not not it wasn't supposed to be it wasn't synchronized.
1: I think you're reading too deep into No, the it script. wasn't synchronized, but I'm saying it was I don't supposed think, to be. I don't
0: think it was supposed to. I think I think Sure,
1: I think it is. Absolutely. I, I, I disagree
0: totally. I think then, you're missing, then I think why you're missing, why do it? I think you're missing the point cuz that's, that's why later when he breaks the mirror, you see JD's face in the mirror, but it's not like it, Yeah, because, because at that away. point,
1: no, 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 it's because I think in the beginning it was it was possession where to the point of where it's like, "Wow, that you know, I see him in the mirror as me." Oh that was and and then, it- as the film progresses, J.D. becomes almost separate from him, like he starts seeing him around, and then it's a complete takeover. No, no, no,
0: I I I think you're reading that wrong, sir. I think that when you see JD in the mirror, he's using the mirror as a portal of haunting. He's haunting him as he's slowly taking him over.
1: Mm, I, 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 I'm, I, I, I'm I saying to- I'm saying at the point where he's rubbing the scar or fingering the scar yeah. across his face, at that point, it at least at that point it's supposed to be at the same time. I
0: disagree. I, 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 sir I have to I have to disagree with your interpretation of that scene. Uh,
1: whatever. <laughs> 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 Moving on god damn it god damn it let's fucking move on so
0: he goes to a he goes to his doctor to to, for some advice on what to do with about the headaches and everything and what does his doctor say he goes smoke (laughs) some weed smoke some weed (laughs) i love 70s doctors
1: oh my god yeah relax go home smoke some weed it's like really is that allowed (laughs) i might be sick
0: that's and that's the second best line from a doctor in the film. The first one you, is coming up. You know which one I'm talking about. <laughs> and I, oh, I, that's from from his
1: friend, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Who is like a doctor or an intern or something.
1: Right, right. Um, now, it, doesn't that scene happen right after the smoke some weed?
0: No. No, it's later. It's it late. is later? Yeah, it's later. Oh, yeah, there's there's a lot of shit that happens between them. This is be, that's before like he anyway. Wait, hold on. I have in my notes. A, a random line of dialogue. I don't remember where it's from. Say, <laughs> like, "Can you dig it?" It no sweat, and blood. <laughs> What's that from? Uh, isn't that? Oh, I think it's when he meets his uh, his friend at the his uh,
1: numbers runner. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yes, that's what it is. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh so okay, so he sees oh. his doctor. He tells him to smoke some weed. Right. Then he goes home, and then uh proceeds to make love to his no. girlfriend.
0: No, first he plays first he plays the ghetto lotto. First he, he goes the... to see his friend and he puts a dollar on the numbers.
1: Oh, is that what he, Oh, you're right. Yeah. Which yeah.
0: which I finally found out what what the numbers are. <laughs> I never <laughs> what, knew.
1: What are the numbers?
0: Uh it, it's it's the the racetrack. It's the totals at the end of the day for the racetrack. Oh. They take the last three numbers and those are the numbers. So you 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 have like a like a 1 in 999 chance of getting it. Oh, I see. It's literally a ghetto lotto. Oh. Or, or you know, like, or, a, or yeah. It, it's, it's uh, or whatever you want to call it, a slum lotto. And uh, I, I just found that out literally two days ago. Huh. Accidentally. Because <laughs> I even wrote my notes. Can you play a, only a, can you really play the numbers for just one dollar? <laughs> what is this, like gangster lotto? I don't understand.
1: I uh, I, I went. Yeah? No, no, I was just going to say I went to a racetrack once. One of the most depressing experiences of my life. <laughs> that sounds like last time I went to a casino. It really was one of the most depressing. I mean, you just see people. See, there, it, when I went, there were three floors. The first floor, where, where pretty much homeless people went, and cheap people. It's like $5, $5 bets and, and things of that nature. Second floor... A little bit bigger stakes, I think it was ten dollar minimum twenty dollar minimum, and then the third floor for the high rollers, which is like you know fifty or a hundred dollar minimum, but I was on all three floors and we ended on the on the first floor because that was the exit out of the building, one of the most depressing evenings of my life. I mean, I walked out of there just i'm like this is how can how is this legal the the just people throwing away their their paychecks. It, it's it was Joey, terrible. Oh, yes. you're doing you're doing it again. I know, I'm sorry.
0: You're anyway, uh let, let's let's steer back towards what has to be one of the most disturbing sex scenes.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've seen it a long
0: time. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's on top of her and he just becomes JD at that moment. He's like, "Don't worry. Daddy ain't gonna hurt you."
0: Wait, <laughs> I got well I I guess I've got uh three lines from that scene. <laughs> I got "Daddy ain't gonna hurt you, baby." But before that was Right. Am I doing you good? <laughs> and and let me take you down, baby. <laughs> All of which I plan on using the next. And, never mind.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, and and I don't know about you, but watching that scene, I was, was aroused.
0: But was oh, she? Wait, no. no was she
1: enjoying else? that at any moment? I was enjoying it because it almost seemed like she. She was acting like she was being raped. It's,
0: you know, it's called rough sex, sir. She was enjoying it.
1: No, no, no. But it almost seemed like she... No, no, listen. Well, she kind of was. Listen to where I'm going, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, it almost felt like she was being raped, but if it wasn't for her saying, don't stop, don't stop, you know, that's so good, you would swear she's being raped.
0: Well, again, it's rough sex.
1: Yeah. Well, it doesn't seem like she's she was used to that at any at any time during this relationship. <laughs> it well, didn't seem like that happened it, very it often
0: was, it was a game changer yes
1: Yeah, it was definitely a game it's changer
0: definitely, you know that's, that's something that's going to come back to haunt him for, you know, more than JD did yeah.
1: uh, how come so, you don't take
0: me down anymore I don't know what you're talking about baby
1: baby I ain't going to hurt you but if you don't shut the fuck up <laughs> 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 no,
0: uh, <laughs> and after that we, we have our next JD flash when he picks up an old lady in his
1: cab Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know what? In in my opinion, uh-huh. that that was my favorite scene in the whole movie.
0: It was definitely. That's when you realize you're gonna have fun with this film. Oh up, yeah! Up until then, you're still iffy. But after that scene, is like, yeah, this is this is get out my cab.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he fucking drives that cab like a maniac, swerving and doing fucking. 180s and all kinds of crazy shit that he cracks her fucking head through the back window.
0: He yanks her out. You know what the best part of that whole scene? He yanks her out, takes her purse, takes like the money out of her purse.
1: Sees or, that it's not anything uh, it's uh, in, that, uh, significant and like throws that, it away.
0: But it's just that moment where he holds it and he's like, and he just like throws it to the ground like yeah,
1: fuck that. It's fucking five dollars. <laughs> fucking needs five dollars, bitch.
0: <laughs> I only you have need one. five dollars. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> I only have one note in my book for that whole scene. Yeah. Throw mama from the cab. <laughs>
3: oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah.
0: <laughs> well, that was awesome. <laughs> and then later, when he's talking to the guy that owns the cab station, yeah, now the damn police are after me. Woman says one of my drivers almost killed her. Says it was a black guy. He
1: I was, got like a hundred of those.
0: Yeah, I got a hundred <laughs> people that fit that description. <laughs> he's like, "You're talking to one of them, sir."
1: <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I'm right here. Right here. I'm gonna go drive for you later. Hey, you I'm sound right, you right sound
0: here. all computery to me.
1: Really? Yeah. I sound fine. Uh, it's you... how I record on my end that matters.
0: All right, fine. Screw it. I just can't understand you. Um. <laughs> so... <laughs> so, he's telling him, "I got a hundred employees that listen." To the description.
1: <laughs> yeah, <damn>. I know.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, and at that point, he's not JD, so he's like, "I don't know what the fuck you're talking about."
0: Well, no, but, but I think he remembered though, because he looked kind of guilty.
1: Well, he is... Okay, never mind.
0: Uh, Oh, easy there. (laughs) I'm kidding.
1: I'm kidding. Just because, whatever, the the, the evil white bosses say, I got a hundred black people that fit that description. I was just going with the flow. Just going with the flow. Go with the flow, baby. Bitch, I'm just going with the motherfucking flow. Word. (laughs) JD's Revenge. I'm gonna get my revenge. (laughs) <laughs> I fucking love Lou Gossett's character too with the as the preacher,
0: oh man, that is one popular priest,
1: yeah, oh man. yeah, oh, and the Lord he's gonna come down and he's gonna give you the final hand of God. It's like what, <laughs> what are you talking about, and he did that to a t because
2: I don't that's know probably
1: no 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 no, no no that is one of the most popular. Style of preacher. Yeah, I don't for, for a black uh, black exploitation film.
0: I don't think Gatsa pulled it off though. All I could think was that he thought he was James Brown from the Blues Brothers.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, well, in the flashback when he has the hair, he's like, "Oh, uh, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna end your life." <laughs> yeah, like,
0: that, like, that scene, I wanted to see the whole scene.
1: Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna put you
0: down. I'm gonna bury you. He's like bobbing as he says it. Yeah, right. He's like, exactly. Like, he's like Joe Frazier or something. I'm gonna end your life. <laughs> No, but uh, I'm watch I actually had to watch the Blues brothers after this. Oh really? Because uh Luke Godson, all I can think of is do you see
2: the light? <laughs> do you see the lot?
1: Do you see it? <laughs> Bitch, I don't see nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So okay, yeah. I, it, after he uh he does that with the little old lady. Um you go see the priest and then he gets the hots for his
0: uh daughter. Uh or, we don't know that yet. No, no, that's his daughter. No, 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 no. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. Yeah, as yeah. far as
0: we know. As far as we know.
1: Mm-hmm. And he slowly and surely becomes JD, J.D. more and more as the film progresses.
0: Well, the next the next big... Well, you know,
1: and, and the thing that kills me, and it's what I like, I like it too, but the thing that kills me is the whole film is about this character J.D. getting revenge for... Uh, well, we'll get to it, but... It's his revenge, and he's one of the most unlikable characters.
0: Well, he's an antihero. He goes
1: That's beyond. A... He goes beyond antihero. Well, because
0: even though he's, you a... feel
1: nothing for this character. You don't give a shit if he no. gets revenge or not. You're in. You're entertained.
0: But it's it's still wrong. It's still writing a wrong.
1: Yeah, but he's still an asshole. Well, I like that.
0: I thought that was kind of cool. I like the idea of uh, the 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 uh, the villain. It's it's like payback.
1: Oh no no! I'm not saying I didn't like it. I'm just saying he's a piece of shit.
0: Well yeah well (laughs) if if, well if this if uh, Isaiah was being was being like uh, possessed by a nice guy, it wouldn't be that thrilling, would it?
1: No 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 no. And because you're you're right.
0: Dude, if if JD was a nice guy, we wouldn't have had such brilliant lines as "How dare you talk to me like I'm some kind of common, sissified (laughs) nigger (laughs) wimp." I had to rewind that three times to get that down properly.
1: Oh my god!
0: (laughs) Out of nowhere.
1: Well, you know, what? It, it's funny. It's, um, oh, fuck. What was the name of that movie with Bob Hoskins and Denzel Washington? Where uh, Bob Hoskins sees Denzel Washington uh, the condition. whole time? I think What's it's,
0: that? I think it's called Heart Condition.
1: I think you're right. It's something because, like that. Well, because uh, Bob Hoskins gets Denzel Washington's heart. That's a and totally starts, different. He starts seeing him around everywhere. Well, no, no, no. But uh, it's it's kind of like that. No, it's not even close. Kind of. No, the, it's the the redemption. Well, he still helps him kind of right or wrong in that movie. But
0: but it, but in that case, it's but it's Hoskins' redemption. Uh, he 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 redeems himself from being the bigoted cop that he is. And I hate you for actually bringing that up in my mind now because I remember that
1: movie. I do too, oh, man. I, rem- I remember liking it.
0: I remember. I remember. Eh.
1: Eh. <laughs> I
0: I if I go back and watch it now, I guarantee I'll hate it. But uh, yeah, probably um because it was so it's so cliche you know it's all oh, the the racist white cop and then they put the black guy's heart in his body and
1: now he's gotta but no the yeah the difference it, was... it was heart condition
0: yeah but it, oh you
1: looked it up i just did did. <laughs> so it yeah, came I'm... out in 1990 it was after denzel won his oscar too for what uh he won uh best supporting actor for glory oh glory okay all right yeah. i can see him do after glory I think Glory came out 3 years earlier. So. Okay. I mean this was at the time when uh Denzel Washington was uh when he was doing roles like uh, Heart Condition and um oh what the fuck was that other one where it was uh in Jamaica? What the fuck was that one called? Uh it was called uh The Mighty ba- Quinn? The Mighty Quinn.
0: <laughs> I'm on a roll motherfucker.
1: You are on a roll. Holy shit.
0: I know my Denzel.
1: Motherfucker. Actually, Glory came out in 89, so he first, he got the Oscar the same year as he did. What uh, was his the first Mighty big Queen. action film? His first big action movie? Yeah. John Lithgow. Was it Ricochet?
0: Ricochet. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You got it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, which is probably L- Lithgow's weakest performance as a
1: villain. I didn't care for him in that. What? You liked him better in... Uh,
0: All right. Take it? it back. I take it back. <laughs> Cliffhanger was his weakest. This is his second weakest.
1: Well, at least Cliffhanger was a hit for him. Yeah, but it doesn't make it a good role. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make it. Well, you didn't you didn't like Eurotrash, the or the that he was Eurotrash. No. 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 Best his best
0: villain ever was in Hollow Point. I stand by that.
1: Hollow Point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I I agree with that.
0: Um, but we got sidetracked. Uh, satisfied nigga wimp.
1: Yeah. Um. What you didn't like, Raising Kane? <laughs>
0: See, for a split second, I thought you were serious. <laughs> what? No, <laughs> <laughs> it almost got me there. Come on. I, you, know, I like what, the, you
1: don't like seeing John Lithgow in drag?
0: I like the I like the first the ugliest you know, woman no, ever. You know what? No, I'll, I'll I'll tell you right now. Great. Although I did
1: like him in uh, uh, Buckaroo Banzai. I like well, that film.
0: Obviously, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, Raising Kane. Great perform. Was it not Raising Kane? Right. Or was it? It was uh, Raising Kane. Raising Kane. Yeah. Great performance by Lithgow. Yes. Excellent performance. Shitty movie.
1: Yes, it was definitely. Horribly,
0: movie. horribly written movie. Great performance. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, but back to Sisified Nigga Whip. <laughs> now, after he. And then he, he, he brutalizes her because
1: she. Uh, he beats the living shit out of her. Yeah. And well, I mean, no, he, he just, just goes fucking nuts. He's JD completely at that point. Yeah, <laughs> bitch. Nobody fucking talks to me that way, and he beats the living shit out of her. He
0: takes the cork out of the wine. That was my favorite part. Just yeah. the, the His the, that actor, his his uh, uh wasn't it Glenn Glenn Turman? His yep. body language when he became JD was great. He was the perfect person to play that character. It was oh just, yeah, it, it's, just,
1: it's 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 like when he officially does become JD and he goes into the nightclub. Oh no, It's no, in no. the trailer don't, too.
0: Yeah, don't 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 go that far yet. <laughs>
1: oh, it, was, for me. it was just going to be a line, but okay.
0: No, don't line now. <laughs>
1: We'll get um, to it. All
0: right. Yeah, we'll get to it. I want to go through this scene by scene because it was oh, so good. Oh God, so, then you lead the way. So <laughs> well, the, well, you know, let's say the next after that, he goes to his his friend at the hospital for advice.
1: Right. And oh, this that, is after he beats her up. Yeah. And I and I love his friend's line.
0: Oh, line, lines,
1: lines. Because <laughs> man, every once in a while, you got to let your inner nigga out. <laughs>
0: You have yeah, I think I think the actual quote is you have got to go into your nigga act every now and then.
1: Oh that's right. Got showed it, the the ladies who's boss. What you did was actually a good thing. Yeah. Like what? What are you talking about? He's like yeah, you, you should have well the the fr- you
0: should beat up a woman every once in a while, show them who's fucking boss. I had to pause it cuz I was laughing so hard after after uh I think it's a good thing to go upside a woman's head uh when she starts to giving you the lip. I mean believe it or not, they like that. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing funny about that <laughs>
1: <laughs> no it, it, and in a sad way in a sad way, it kind of is, but <laughs> it, there, there's nothing that should be funny about that. Let's put oh. it that way. um
2: I would, I would, uh, it oh. just
1: it's just man, that's just crazy. It's just the lines in this movie are just crazy and and you just know in the seventies. People are in the theater. They just ate it up. They loved it.
0: I was eating it up. I loved
1: it. It was great.
0: <laughs> you have got to go in your nigga act every now and then.
1: <laughs> are, you,
0: are you? Are you? listening, Mister Obama? Yeah. Are you? Please, for the love of God, do it now. Please. <laughs> when we need it the most, please yes. go into it. If if he came out, if his oh State of the Union, if he just come out and like lit a cigarette, oh, you know, yeah. you know, every other word out of his mouth by then was gonna be gold. Yep. That's what I want. I want Obama to come out and just like just like just just pull a cigarette, out, light it, and not even say a word for like a good minute. As everybody's like a, Oh the,
1: shit. It's gonna piss the right people off. <laughs> That's what I, I would, want it.
0: Oh I would I could die happy to see that. That would be, oh.
1: What are the odds of that happening? Uh I don't know, million to one.
0: And the the first line out of his mouth if he did that would have to be, Alright, now listen, bitches. <laughs>
1: Bitches, listen up. Playtime? You don't like me, I don't like you, but we gotta get this shit together. So let's fucking do it. I'm tired of sitting around waiting for you motherfucking hockeys. <laughs> uh, so after he sees his friend... <laughs> and his uh, sage advice of his uh, friend. Uh Yeah. He uh, Does he go to the church or does he go and try and... Uh, get back together with his uh, his chick on the bus. He goes. He goes to church a couple times. It gets. It's a little fuzzy after this. He goes to the church a couple
0: times. His uh, his fiance goes to her ex husband. How old are these college kids? I know. You got an
1: ex husband
0: who's like a cop, and he doesn't like JD apparently because he slapped her around or whatever. You know. So there's well, he, there's he tension there.
1: He thinks he's a loser, and I'm not doing this. For, uh, what did he say? He, he said that. Oh his parents, his parents asked her, him right. That. It's like asked him to uh, you know follow him around.
0: Right. And and at first I think oh, okay, so it's her brother or something. And then like nope. then they drop ex husbands so We 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 really needed that yep. complication in here. Yeah. It's it's bad enough it took me half the film to figure out that it wasn't JD's wife or girlfriend that was killed but his sister.
1: Yeah. No, ex- yes.
0: <sighs> half the film like oh that's why he's upset that she's dead. <laughs>
1: Well, they keep flashing back to that, and you just you get little snippets. You get this, you see the same thing over yeah. and over and but, over, but, but you only get five seconds more, and then seven seconds more, even, and then ten seconds more. You get almost nothing until the nearly uh, three quarters of the way in, and then you get enough. You're like, okay, I, I get what this flashback means now.
0: But even then, they show the whole scene in the beginning, and and that one piece of information is 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 not enough to be. Like, like a uh, a twist or revelation. It's just enough to be annoying that they didn't tell you sooner. Yeah. No, it's true. It just, yeah. So, oh, okay, so it's his sister. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, that picture of Lou Gotset at the church. Oh. <laughs> I, need, I, need, I need that poster on my wall. <laughs> that that <laughs> Lou it
1: wants you. Good luck finding it. <laughs> I bet you I could. I would love it if you did.
0: Oh, that'd be. <laughs> I bet you Lou Gottson's got it.
1: I bet. <laughs> we should call him. Have him call our show. He's not doing nothing.
0: You think I can get him? To get... Oh, stop. You think I can get him? I'll i give him a ring. Yeah? Yeah. I'll, Why I, the fuck not? I know a couple people. I'll pull some strings. Yeah. Let's do yeah. it. Get Lou Gottson on. Lou it. If not, I'll I'll just get someone to pretend. Murderer! <laughs> no, it was murderer.
1: And like like close up on his mouth With that gold tooth <laughs> Well,
0: he says he yells murderer three times In the last one, he just kind of gives up on, on forming any kind of vowels or anything It, uh, said, yeah. it went, murderer, murderer
1: Murderer <laughs> <laughs> Lou, Lou, dial it down <laughs> And the man went on to win an Oscar I think, what, four years later, five years later What was that for? Um, Soldier story? Wait a minute. The hell was that? Was that a soldier story?
0: They only him the, was... the, the brothers Oscars for uh, doing war films?
1: Uh, yeah, probably. Up until... Uh... An officer and a gentleman. Oh, there you go. But that... still still an army movie. <laughs> it's still Lou Gatsit. Lou Gatsit. My That's man. the one with uh, Richard Gere. Yeah. Where, with the famous sound clip. It was like, don't you do it. Don't you do it. I got nowhere else to go. You
0: do that flawlessly, sir.
1: Thank you. That's that movie. Okay. Yep. Anyway. Uh, well, moving on. Wait, wait, wait. Best. No, wait. Best,
0: best a line from the church. You're pipping God's, con- <laughs> God's conscience like some fat whore. <laughs> you pipping God's conscience, uh, like some fat whore. Uh. <laughs> oh, it wasn't Luda said that. It was the other guy, wasn't it? Was it J.D.? No, it was, it, it was Lugat's uh, right-hand man that turned out to be the... the oh, uh, yeah, the Theotis. Theotis, yeah, that was which Theotis. is, is his that. father,
1: which turned out to be... Uh... That wasn't his father. Was it his father? Or no. his uncle? I thought it was his father. No, I thought it was just like a business partner. Theotis? Theotis, yeah. No, they have the same last name. It's definitely his father. Oh, was
0: it a father? It was like a brother or something.
1: No, no, no. no. And I, I think the reason why it was his father was because... And this is a spoiler. But he's raising her daughter. Well, he always assumed that that was... Lou Gossett was... That was his daughter. Right, so... But it turns out that Theotis...
0: He wasn't that much older
1: Knocked up J.D.'s sister. Yeah. Which was dating Lou Gossett.
0: In the 40s.
1: Right, and...
0: How old... You know, how old could he be?
1: Believe... Hey... I know it's it's thirty what five years later. He looked pretty goddamn good.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, let's say
1: he was eighteen.
0: I'm saying he wasn't Luke Gotsen's father.
1: I'm telling you, no, no, it was his father.
0: It was his like brother or uncle or something.
1: (sighs) No, I think you're wrong. Wait, dude, 1940. Luke
0: Gotsen had a gold tooth and a gun. He had to be at least in his late Uh, twenties in 1940. So you go to 30 years later. He's hopping around like the Gibbons. His father would not be that. His father would be in a wheelchair.
1: His name, uh, Lou Gossett, was Elijah Bliss, and Theotis Bliss was the other guy. we your brothers. He seemed a lot older.
0: Not that much. That's because Lou didn't have any hair. That's why he looked that much older. I guess so. It wasn't his father. It wasn't his
1: father. I don't know. I, I thought... I got the impression that uh, he was father to, to Lou Gossett, and watch he was father time. to Lou Gossett's daughter oh, that no, Lou no. Gossett thought was his daughter, but it was really...
0: All um, that I agree with, except for the father part. I think it was his uncle or his, you know, his like cousin or brother or something like that.
1: Ah, we got to... All right. Brother from you know, brother you know brother what we got to do? We got to make it right, and on next next week's episode, we'll just we'll just mention it briefly.
0: You, you can just watch it and then tell me I was right. That's, you know, we'll just... <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm not going to watch the whole thing again.
0: No, no we're, we're overlooking the point that by this point, uh, uh, Isaac has completely become JD.
1: Yeah, completely.
0: He straightens his hair, uh, rapes his girlfriend again, uh, Tries to rape his girlfriend again. <laughs> she falls He beats for the it shit too. out of her twice. She falls for it, too. Says, You're all better now. I'm all better now. He comes out of the uh, shower with his hair straightened. I
2: like it. <laughs> She's like, oh my God.
0: <laughs> oh, and then he, so you were saying he goes to the
1: nightclub? She goes in the nightclub all and he's out. He's in his 40s outfit. Right. Like Zoot suit riot. Okay. And a woman walks by, and this is another one of my favorite lines. She walks by and goes, I haven't seen an outfit like that in 25 years. And he just goes, ha ha ha, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all he does,
0: <laughs> but the way he does it—oh,
1: I know—it's like body, his body language he is awesome.
0: All the body language—he was a great. He actually, it he was a good actor. He really pulled it off. Well, he's just naturally a good actor. I, w- I wish he wrote down what he was, uh, what the how, he, what the line he hit on the girl was. What was that? Um, it was something really ludicrous? Like, what's what's going
1: on here? Is like I it
0: was like me.
1: <laughs> That's right. Oh shit! It was <laughs> just something.
0: At that point, I was so engrossed in the character, I just I stopped taking notes, <laughs> <laughs> because because after that he takes he he takes the girl home, and sexes her, right, and then like oh my man's ho- my old man's home, and she she runs out to block the guy. He's like a businessman. Oh, I know you're sleeping with somebody. And he, he just like walks out. Yeah, I fucked you, woman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he walks out. I'm the I'm the craziest nigga you ever met. Oh, I got that written down. <laughs> Wait, where is it? Uh, I'm the craziest nigga you ever gonna meet. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> And he pulls a straight razor and slashes the shit out of the guy.
1: Right, and the guy's on the ground. He goes, "You get up! I'm gonna kill you."
2: And, he's, and he doesn't he's, get
1: up. He goes, "That's the smartest thing you did," <laughs> or something like that. Right, and then and then he goes like and then he takes her keys with the big fuzzy thing. He's
0: like, "I'm taking your car." <laughs> 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 he just walks out. <laughs> you see. I totally disagree. At that point, I'm with JD a hundred percent. I there's I I'm totally in love with the character by that point. I don't know what you mean oh, unlikable. Yeah. Uh <laughs> well,
1: here's another one you could add to your to your list. You are correct. They are brothers. Thank you. Father, you're, you're, what are you talking about? I don't know. He just looked so much older than uh Luke Gossett.
0: Yeah, that was that was <clears throat> wisdom aging him.
1: Um but uh Betty Joe, which is um the daughter, JD's No, no, no. Betty Joe was JD's sister. Yes. Was Elijah, which is Lugasit, that was his wife? Oh, okay. So right.
0: they were actually that was wife, they were, right. His brother-in-law. Yeah, but he knocked up Elijah's... But Theodas he knocked, knocked, up knocked
1: up his... her up and said that she was going to stay with him instead of going with Theotis, And he's like, "Over my dead," or he's like, he said something along the lines of, uh, "Well, well that's not, not, not brother-in-laws,
0: because they're not brother-in-laws, because that would mean he knocked up his sister."
1: No no no. Lou Gossett and J D were brother in laws.
0: That okay, yes. Yeah, I'll tell you about the other guy because like, right.
1: No no no. That's just, <laughs> that's, that's, we just, don't. that's just some dude he knows. That's just uh Elijah's brother that whatever.
0: Yeah, but but after after, after uh after uh as, as J D uh, uh tries tries to rape his girlfriend and then goes and sleeps with this uh woman and slashes the husband. Oh, by the way, uh attempted rape. Uh, that's not really the kind of thing a relationship bounces back from. No, I mean, no. R- really. A- a- after your girlfriend has had to smash your head in with a vase to uh, avoid being forcefully penetrated against your, her will, that's, that you don't you don't go back to that. You you really at least not right away. No, you know, and and that that's gonna be the biggest flaw with I, the whole film. And her whole I, argument is,
1: it's not him. There's well, something wrong with him.
0: Well, it wasn't, and that's always the argument when when you know that kind of thing happens. It's, it's not like him. He usually not like this. No. Um, the 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 whole problem with the entire film is, of
1: course, at the end it all goes back to the meatpacking plant, and JD gets his revenge. And well, he goes and he visits his own gravesite first, and I and I love it because he's staring at there, and they got like the lightning, and he's like, "I will get my revenge."
0: It was his. It was his grave.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. JD goes back to his own gravesite.
0: Although you said some gravesite, sorry. No, no,
1: no. He goes back to his own. Uh huh. You know, I'm on the wiki page and I'm looking at one of the the original posters from the '70s. That thing fucking rules.
0: <laughs> they they knew how to do them back then. They the really...
1: reincarnation of J.D. Waka.
0: I this movie is awesome. And and wait till you hear my taking out the trash for it. Which really doesn't it doesn't need the trash taken out. But I'm gonna I'm gonna fix this film. You're gonna
1: do it anyway. Okay.
0: Oh yeah, because because my idea is brilliant. Brilliant. Really? Oh yeah. man, I can't wait. to <laughs> You're hear gonna it. love it. Um. Yeah, but he takes them back to the. Uh, he does that. He lures everybody back to the, to the uh, meatpacking meat plant. This, this, yeah. Yeah, and then and then through his own machinations, reveals the truth without actually doing any killing of, of his own. He's dancing around like Michael Jackson. He's spitting like a fucking
1: whirling top. Yeah. Jesus.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Theotis, Elijah, where's your brother? Oh, you know what? That's right. He does say, "Where's your useless brother?" or something like that. I don't know why she I forgot that.
0: Told you. Because and then, and then after that happens, uh, the cops come in and see a black guy rough him up. Yeah. And but but Jean- well, it's a
1: black captain too.
0: Well, that well he had it coming. That
1: that, that always helps. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, <there's> no, <laughs> and there are no phone cameras back then.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: So they they he the spirit leaves him. They go back to the. Uh, uh, and Lou got has figured out. Well, the,
1: well, cool. okay, real quick. They all they're all struggling with the gun. Right. And it goes off, and Theotis that essentially shoots himself. And, you know, the Luke Gossett, Gossett shot him. Well, yeah. Uh, oh, that definitely. Because you could tell he was just guilty.
0: I think it was the girl.
1: It was the girl. Yeah. So, it's, it's so always... they pull uh, they pull J.D. or Isaac in for questioning. Well, and again, at this what, point... Also Luke... with, uh, with Don't,
2: let's uh, Elijah. Let's underline the fact that
0: at this point, Luke Gossett has figured out that J.D. has possessed uh, young Isaac.
1: Well he figured that out earlier in the film, but it was I, it was it was slammed home that it was absolutely he was right.
0: right. So by now he he he's fully aware of that. Yep. And so he he goes to the cops and says, Listen, this kid didn't do any of this. He was possessed by uh By the, of the ghost spirit. of
1: JD Walker. And that works. <laughs> it's they let so, him go. <laughs> if not only does it work you're right, not only does it work, but the captain he basically says, Well, the way I see it. There was a struggle. He shot himself. Case closed. You can go. Wait, wait, what?
0: Wait, wait, wait. Did you forget the attempted rape and then the uh, the deadly assault with a razor and then grand? The- and and oh. and
1: Grand Theft Auto, right? <laughs> so well,
0: let's mock that up to a playful so, Wait, wait. Juice. So
1: what you're telling me is, uh, we're cool? Yeah, we're cool. Mm-hmm. Fucking fucking nice. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking get out of here. It's like you know what. He's so lucky he had a black captain. Because <laughs> if that was a white captain, he would have got him on the murder of J.D. fucking 40 years ago.
0: He was in the Blues Brothers too, wasn't he? Uh, Glenn Turner? Yeah. Not No, um, not not a... Not, not, uh, the captain? The captain, yeah.
1: You know what? I pulled up his name uh, before. Captain Turner. And... I pulled up his name... Jesus... Everybody was in How I Met Your Mother. This fucking guy uh-huh. was in it.
0: Fucking stuck.
1: <laughs> he was a Mr. Three Thousand. With Bernie Mac. Bernie fucking Mac. Uh let's see. Well, he's been working a long time. Uh he was no, he was not in the Blues Brothers. I was wrong. Oh well.
0: I think it's something else. Now
1: the other cop, I'm trying to remember his name, but he sounded familiar too.
0: He looks familiar, yes, yes, yes. His
1: voice is familiar, almost like they get him to do commercials or something. Like his voice is very recognizable, and I just don't remember his name at all. Ah, uh, was his name Carl? Could well, I thought that was the friend.
0: I do hmm. not remember. I didn't write it down because I, I didn't it didn't occur to me that I should find out who it was.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Damn it, I don't know. It wasn't Garage Man. It wasn't Garage Man. You're right. It was definitely wasn't Garage Man. Rapper. <laughs> was it? Was it Enoch?
0: Eliza Bliss. Enoch Land. Fuddle nah. Beck. Uh, that guy's name is not Fuddle.
1: Well, the last thing that guy that guy did was Fairytale Theater in 1985.
0: Yeah, that that guy's name was not Fuddle. Fuddle. Um, no, I, I have no idea. I, I have know. no idea. But but I mean. This movie's awesome. I loved it. I can't recommend this film enough to anybody. Is it Danny Dunn? It says detective. You know where I heard about this film, by the way? Hmm, where's that? There's this crappy little uh, Netflix streaming thing called The 50 Worst Films Ever
1: Made. Oh, really? Yeah, now when I see that... Don't tell me this is on it.
0: Uh, uh, Yeah, well, no, I just brought it up for the hell of it, even though I'm talking about how I heard about this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Blow me. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> but you know I hear 50 worst films are me. it's okay, let me see this." and of course it's, they just took any public domain trailers they could find right that were kind of bad so, and half the stuff is the old black and white shit was okay yeah, they had 10 dollar budget of course it sucks and it, <laughs> was in it Child all Bride on there? no, same i Same. saying but then out of nowhere, in the middle of it all, JD's revenge is and and I was like, I have to see this film, I have to see this film they just and all they did was play clips from the trailer. Is that all they did? Yeah. Again, they took public domain trailers, and then they would show them as if they're showing scenes from the film, but it's really just scenes from trailers. And that was enough. I had to see this movie. And luckily, <laughs> it was streaming on Netflix. And Oh, fucking... Dude, this is the best movie ever.
1: <laughs> it's, it now, definitely is.
0: Now, a, I mean, a fan favorite. It's a fan I, best worst film ever. And it can't... It can't be improved upon, but... It can be re- it can be remade.
1: Okay, so let's hear you're taking out the trash then,
0: dude. You remake JD's Revenge, right? Modern day. Only thing I'm going to change is the actor that plays the young, or the you know the law student.
2: Hmm.
1: Okay. Oh, uh, you mean uh, Glenn Turman? Yes. Okay. I-
0: I'm going to change the lead character. Who is becomes possessed by J.D. Walker's ghost?
1: So, what do you replace him with? Will Ferrell. <laughs> uh, I will. So... Pay,
0: will Ferrell. I will pay to see that in a heartbeat. And it may sound stupid, for, dude. Think about it. Think about Will Ferrell. How how good he is at like comedic acting right. and and physical humor too. He would fucking nail this. And can you can you just see him? Dressed up when he uh, just imagine the scene where he, where, where, uh, where Isaiah goes into the nightclub dressed up as JD Walker. He's like, I haven't seen that in 25 years. <laughs> yeah. Now imagine <laughs> Will Ferrell doing that in the same getup.
1: Well, I can because it's fucking uh, hilarious. The flashback in the other guys where he's the pimp. Uh huh. Oh, well, he could do it.
0: Yeah, oh, in a harp and he would do it right. Yes, he would. And that, that that's that's all I have. That's all I have. I think it's golden. Uh- <laughs> I, honestly, honestly, if you approached Will Ferrell now with right. this movie and said, "Watch this. We're doing a remake, and you got to play the lead," I guarantee he'd take it. Oh, I, you
1: know, oh, yeah,
0: absolutely. He I would. Guarantee, I mean, how do you not? It's just perfect. You wouldn't. You you would hardly have to rewrite anything. The only before thing that would kill it is if they, they gave it like an 80, 000, $80 million budget and turned it yeah. into a huge thing I think like,
1: like the other guys was like an 80 or $100 million movie. Fucking insane. I mean, it, I liked, I mean, it made more than that, so it did well, but and I actually there's no that. reason why that should cost that much money.
0: No, I enjoyed it, and it still shouldn't have cost that much.
1: No. Yeah. All right, so that's your trash?
0: That, that's it. Just put man, Will Ferrell on the man, role man, as J.D. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Very good. That's it. All right. So, before we end the show. Before we end the show. I have your movie challenge. Oh, okay. I forgot about that. That's right. You have to give me a challenge. I have to give you a challenge. Uh oh. Now, I took your advice where I didn't go ahead and look up director or actor or anything like that. I took concept.
0: Concept? Which concept?
1: It's uh, Black Ghost. (laughs) Oh, no. It's basically it. It's just this, this. It's a ghost. And he's black.
0: Oh shit! I know. I know. What, I can know what you, you guess? Yes, I can. Don't tell me you're not giving me Ghost Dad, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> you know I've made it this far in my life without
1: seeing Ghost Dad.
0: You've never seen Ghost Dad? No. You know why?
1: Well, enjoy that shit
3: now, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> Holy! Oh, I should have. I
1: should have seen that coming. You really should have seen that coming. Son of a bitch. Motherfucker, chew on that and choke. (laughs) Tell me what you think about that shit next week, bitch. Oh, (laughs) wow, that sobered me right up. So I have nothing else. I have no what I could have challenged you to. As soon as you challenged me to JD and I'm like, and when you said, and I was like, well, what am I going to challenge you to? Iron Eagle or something? And you're like, no, no, no. You have so many different things you could do. And then I started thinking, yeah, you're right. I kind of go with... I'm very straightforward with uh, a connection. It's always got to be a director of this, cinematographer, actor, actress. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go concept. And immediately after you said that, I'm like, I'm challenging this guy to fucking ghost dad. Oh, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Uh, And then hopefully next week you'll have watched Dance Foo. I would have loved to have done it this episode because it would have fit with this movie. I'm sorry. But it's it's okay because Dance Foo is really something to be seen.
0: Oh, see stop! I don't
1: I don't think we're going to be friends anymore after this one.
0: Oh, it'll take more than that, sir. I say
1: now. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, but Dance Foo is and that's the home game challenge where that's right. a Netflix streaming and all of you at home can play. Uh you watch Dance Foo, we watch Dance Foo, and then we talk about it, and then uh, you can listen in as you've already seen it, as we talk about it, and, and you go, yeah, that's right, mm-hmm. that scene sucked, and you know, that the, the acting there was truly, truly bad.
0: And that's, this also gives you another week to actually watch it and call us in on our hotline and tell us what you thought of it.
1: That's right. So
0: What's the hotline again, Joey?
1: Well, I'm going to go ahead and start the uh, the ending. Oh, well, are you, know, you are you reading from The Terrible Game tonight?
0: Um, no, you know what? I want to take a, uh, but I, I do want to take a side trek for one second. Okay. Because I, uh, every year, uh, holidays, Christmas season is here. Yes. And, uh, I always enjoy my favorite, my favorite time of the year is when I go online and I find the top 10 most dangerous toys of the year.
1: Ah.
0: This is what I do with my Christmas shopping.
2: <laughs>
0: and I had to share some of these with you. Okay. Because, and some of them, like there's a, uh. Twist and Sort, it's like a little kid-toddler's game, and it has little pieces that you, you can pull up. Choking hazards, a favorite of the list. Oh, and then oh,
1: almost it, always is.
0: Uh, the Hobba Pulling Animal Duck, which apparently has a, a cord that could uh, strangle the child with and more chokeable pieces. Okay. Uh, a school bus that has tires you can choke on and stuff. But then, How, how, how small are these tires? Uh, well, it's a school bus, toy school bus, so there's they're They're not small enough not to lodge in the windpipe do we'll it that way, okay, <laughs> okay, but then I, I've read the list, and then some of these are no brainers apparently they brought back the shrinky dink maker, oh really, but it only uses a sixty watt well, well,
1: well they oh, didn't shrinky Dinks used to just be put in the oven
0: well they, I mean they, but they used to be like I'm thinking of like the old ones they had the uh, what do you call it the creepy crawler ones yeah, yeah it was like that easy, shit used to get like white Easy hot.
1: bake oven type. Type thing.
0: Well, the the, the easy bakes uses a sixty watt bulb too, but this one they're saying, oh, it's dangerous because the bulb gets hot, which is nonsense. But then then they've got he's uh, uh remember romper
1: room? Yeah, oh yeah.
0: Where they had the with, the, with the cl- fucking
1: bee and all that.
0: Remember the the the, the little uh, cup things you would stand on? Yes. Like the the stilt things.
1: You know, well, it, it's funny you should mention romper room. Uh oh, I could swear. That I actually was on Romper Room as a kid. <laughs> why, 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 why are you laughing so hard? <laughs> I'm not fucking. I'm not even kidding. This is I like mean, like I'm being dead serious. Like I, the, I could.
0: It's like one of these things where every now and then you have a flashback of like kids running around in Romper Room, and then like a a, a calf being gutted. <laughs>
1: I, I could really swear that I was actually on Romper Room as a kid. I, it's like I feel like I remember being there, like this fucking bee running around like and shit.
0: Funniest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> I don't know why. That makes anyway. everything else, That makes everything else about the same. Pale in comparison. <laughs> no, but apparently those are dangerous because a kid could you know like fall and hurt
1: themselves. Right. Uh, so apparently anything your kid can stand on is a dangerous toy. These these my these, son gets on the couch and the fucking chair. And the it's, bed every day, because I mean, and the list is kind of a letdown. Because I remember one year where they
0: had the the uh, dart gun that you put a plastic like it was like a rifle, and you would put a plastic dart into it and shoot it. Right. But then they showed that you could put a sharpened pencil into it; it would fire it into a couch.
1: <laughs> oh God! Really?
0: Like, <laughs> you could actually kill someone with this. It's a real gun. <laughs> <laughs> so, but this year, but then you get the stuff like that. the Pirates of the Caribbean sword fighting Jack Sparrow. Apparently, the sword on it's really sharp. Oh,
1: God, is it really? It's a four-and-a-half-inch sword. You know, th- there's an approval process for all this stuff. Yeah. And they, I, they, I just... They don't care anymore. They don't no, fuck it, Well, it gets all sent out to China to be manufactured, and then when it comes back and they got 500,000 or a million of them, they just say, fuck it. Well, <laughs>
0: then there's two of them uh, that are weapons to begin with. It's the, the Z-curve bow. Which is like a, it's, it's a Nerf bow and arrow. Okay. But it, it's a bow. <laughs> <laughs> Which means you could pretty much shoot anything with it. Oh, my. And then the Power Rangers Samurai Mega Blade. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know you're asking yourself, how could anything called a Samurai Mega Blade be dangerous? But... <laughs> Apparently, not only is it like a large sword looking thing, but it's got spring loaded sections of it that pop out. Oh, fuck, really? <laughs> this thing looks dangerous for anybody. Shit. <laughs> The, the toy actually has warnings at it that says, "Do not aim the toy at anyone. Do not hit anyone with the toy. Do not poke anyone with toy. Do not swing toy at anyone." And it's a fucking weapon. Just don't
1: fucking use this toy.
0: It's like here's a here's a weapon. Don't do anything with it that you would do with
1: a weapon. Jesus Christ! It it, it it sounds like uh, it it sounds like when you go to Macy's and you bring a coupon and it it tells you everywhere that you can't use a coupon for. Yeah. It's like, you, see, here, here's a 20% off coupon that you can use on pillows. Have fun. <laughs> so you're literally,
0: you're going to buy this kid this, this big toy. It's like a, it's called, it's a samurai mega sword blade. Mega blade. Now just don't use this in any way or fa- fashion that it could be,
1: you know, that you would use a sword. You should uh, put this behind glass where swords usually are put. <laughs> just give your kid a bowie knife. Jesus! Just now, don't ever sharpen it.
0: Best one though. I, I I almost hurt myself when I saw this. This is actually <laughs> for sale. What's the most okay. dangerous outdoor toy you can think of besides charts. I'm talking about still legal.
1: <laughs> most dangerous outdoor toy, um, and and obviously a kid would be using this. So Adults what ha- it, it, too. Uh, are are they golf clubs? No, no, no! Uh, nothing Tramp- that that'll bludgeon you.
0: Trampolines. I'm talking trampolines.
1: Trampolines. Okay. They,
0: they have the fold and go trampoline.
1: F- oh no!
0: It's a portable fucking trampoline. Yeah. Okay. To- for kids.
1: <laughs> that's that's it's, a broken spine waiting to happen.
0: It's got I'm looking at it. It's, it. They basically took like the uh, exercise trampolines that that, that you like jog and stuff on. Right. And then they attached a little drag handle to it. So your kid can drag it over to where they want to jump,
1: oh my. And, and then you can fold it up and take it with you. <laughs> so that wherever you go, they become liable for your injury.
0: It's, it's got an easy grip handle. Oh, it's supposed fuck. to be so they can like hold onto it while they're jumping, <laughs> or they can use it as a springboard.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Oh it's beautiful beautiful
1: <laughs> how many of these have been recalled any of them? I don't know or-
0: like, I haven't been able to find one yet
1: oh.
0: <laughs> oh this is the kind of thing you buy like give to people who's, whose children you don't like oh god
1: <laughs> enjoy how, are you? how are you doing here's some, here's some for the little guy
0: Oh, we didn't know you cared. I don't.
1: I don't. Here's a trampoline and a Power Ranger blade. Gotta have fun.
0: (laughs) Holy shit, the combination of the two is (laughs) awe-inspiring.
1: Use both at the same time. It's all right. That's like the one-two punch of infant mortality. (laughs) Oh, my God. You've got a Power Ranger blade in one hand and a Jack Sparrow uh, toy in the other.
0: He could put the he could put the power ranger blade on and like a, a running leap and like fly through the air like in the show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh, I think I hurt myself again. All right. Oh. Well, on that, let's go ahead and end the show. <laughs> oh, oh lord! If you, if you insist, sir. <laughs> I, I I do insist.
0: I had to share that. <laughs> Mer- Merry Christmas to all.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Anyway. <laughs> That's
0: how Tiny Tim got his lip.
1: Oh, is that how it worked? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Movie Sucktastic. This is going to be episode 53. Join us next week when we review Ghost Dad and hopefully Dance Foo. Uh, you can email us. Well, oh, oh,
0: hold what? on. Hold on. Hold on. I thought we were doing the thing next one.
1: Are we doing the thing? Do you want to do the well, Oh. Our- uh, I'm more than happy to do the thing. Well, let's do uh, the original and the remake, or the prequel, and do a healthy comparison? Yeah, yeah. We can hold off on Ghost Dad. It doesn't have to be next week.
0: Yeah, give me, give me, give me a little bit longer to do that. And let's do the thing because I want to watch the new one I, I, uh, and uh, compare it right. with
1: you. All right. Next week will be the thing, and it will be the prequel to the thing, the thing. Right. Uh, all right. So that'll be next week's episode. And we'll that'll probably we'll, we'll probably 54. mix in a little bit of the original short story and the original movie too. Just you know, I up. never read the short story, so I'll do go ahead and do that.
0: I've got a copy I'll send it to you.
1: That's uh, who goes there, right? Correct. Right. Yeah, okay. All right, so we'll go ahead and do that. Uh, you can email us at themovieguys at com. You can leave us voicemail at 908. Uh, oh, what the fuck is our <laughs> voicemail? <laughs> I do this all the time. I always I, I forget what our voicemail is because we haven't recorded in a couple of weeks. All right, it's 908-514-4470, 908-514-4470. You can listen to us on iTunes, you can listen to us at our website, you can stream all of our episodes there, you can download them to any MP3 player, you can download an application for your smartphone called Stitcher, which is really great too. You can listen to that into your car if you have an apparatus uh, uh, like that. Um, Apparatus.
0: If you have that kind of fancy apparatus in your, if you got an
1: apparatus that you your can, motor vehicle
0: uh, transport it, system,
1: that's right. You could also uh, in dash stereos have Stitcher too. So, but uh, <laughs> fine. Yeah, I wouldn't but, know. No, I neither. Mean <laughs> but uh, that is uh, that is how you can get to us. And if you just do a simple Google search for Movie sarcastic, like we come up just about everywhere.
0: And there's a lot of people that want to get to us.
1: <laughs> they 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 do. They certainly do. Anyway, uh, do you have any around. wisdom for us?
0: Yeah, I have wisdom. This you holiday do? season, the best gift you could possibly get is the fold and go trampoline for your young child. But be, but hurry out there now because they're flying off the shelves faster than the authorities can yank
1: them. I, got, I actually have some wisdom this week myself. Uh-oh. Yo, motherfuckers, listen to our fucking episodes next week. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> Shut your motherfucking mouth, bitch.
0: Just talking about movies, fantastic.
1: Nobody fucking talks to me that
0: way. <laughs> I I don't know. I've never seen the side of you, Joey, but
1: I like it. You like it. All right. Uh, all right. We will. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Take yes, it easy. We,
0: yes, we shall. Have, 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 yes. Good night.
1: Dad, you got it. Later. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. motherfucking bitches.